0: From the KISS ninety two five studios in Toronto, Canada. Are
1: you ready?
2: Ladies
0: and
2: gentlemen.
3: This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake.
4: Zoolar Swift. Paul Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My, my boys Roz, Roz and,
3: Mocha. and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see! it. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz hey, Mocha.
5: Roz I keep Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Oh.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Hello, Roz and Mocha. Hey, how you doing, brother? Good, man. How are you? Pretty good. I called in for the sole purpose to give Ron his third win of the year. To what? To give you your third win
6: of the year. Oh, I thought you said to give me the third one of the year. I thought you were going to yell at me. I'm like, oh. that's the third no, one of today, no. man.
7: I'm going yell at you, man. You're
6: the best, brother.
4: <laughs> all right, what's your name? My name's Harmon. I'm the guy that called in about 10 years ago when you were offering $10,000. I said I'd go to the casino and put it all in red. Oh, Oh,
6: wow (laughs) You know, I vaguely remember that Yeah, (laughs) we asked somebody to do that That's really terrible of us
4: (laughs) No, 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 you didn't ask You were giving away the money And you had to tell a story to win it And I said I'd go to the casino and put it all on red.
6: Oh, did you go to the casino and put it all on red?
4: No, because you didn't give me the money.
6: Oh, right. Fair enough. Yeah. So what's up, man? uh,
4: Yeah. Every time somebody calls in and they go with Mocha, I go, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? It makes no sense
6: to me. Okay, bro. Hold on a second here. You know how this works. You can't actually say who your favorite is until Mocha asks
3: you who your favorite is. Oh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Good, sir. All right. Well, we just ran out of time. So (laughs) yeah, of course that's how it goes. As soon as you get
1: a Ross, fan,
4: it's cut him off. Sorry, my right. phone's breaking up. <laughs> I can hear him yeah, perfectly. You can't hear me, can you?
6: Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that you got in your ears? Ego? Yeah, I thought so. Oh, snap. It got ugly. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, anyway, Ross, you're the man. You're the best, dude. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that a lot.
4: Yeah, no, no. I, like, I mean, so cool all around. So better than everybody else in the room. <laughs>
6: Wow! You huh? gotta hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what? Yeah, this is honestly. I, I will. I will take the win, but I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm going to politely ask you to just stop talking <laughs> because more words are going to come out of your mouth, and I fear that we're going to get to something along the lines of "smooth, cool, dude." Okay, so just. Well,
4: I don't want to say that because you know. SMD is already out there.
6: Okay, I know, but once you start saying, like, the best guy in the room kind of thing, Mocha starts looking at fonts for a t shirt. <laughs> you should get those made. I would love no. one of those. <laughs> Done. That I heard. smooth cool dude with your face right on the front of it. Uh, yeah, okay, best guy in the room. All right, I'll take that win. I'll take that win. Yeah,
8: yeah.
4: And I'll come back like 10 more times today to give you 10 more wins. All
3: right, brother. Thank My you. man. Thank you so much for calling
4: Have a good
3: in. One. later,
0: everyone. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Roz and Mocha, hello. Good morning. Hi, what's your name? <laughs> I'm Karen. How are you, Karen?
9: Um, I'm good, thanks to you guys. Oh, you yeah. Know, you guys, uh, oh, my God. Thank God for you guys and your show. Lots of craziness out there, and I just wanted to say, driving in every morning, I tune into you guys, and you never cease to make me laugh so hard, you know. Um, I almost, you know, I pee my pants, actually.
6: Aww. What would you do? You said what? You peed your pants. You almost. You almost peed no, your pants. No. no.
9: Oh, you almost. Every morning okay. on the way to work, you guys. That's how much you have affected my life personally, and I'm sure thousands and thousands of others. Aw, and I just wanted to call him this morning and say thank you. Thank you for that.
6: Well, you don't have to thank us, but it's always nice to hear. But uh, but we we do this show so you have something to do on your boring drive-in.
9: Oh my God! It's never boring. Let me tell you that. And
3: yeah. so that you're not consumed with all the you know all the COVID news that is consuming the entire world right now. Absolutely. Um, All right, Karen, thanks for the call between Roz and Mocha. Who's your favorite?
9: Oh my God, I knew you were going to ask me this. I got to say, I love you, Roz.
2: Um...
6: Whatever. I'm gonna say mocha. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry that don't. You know what? Just don't apologize, oh, no, so man.
2: Sorry, I, I can't be sorry because <laughs> oh. you know, it felt can't.
6: better. Felt, sorry. It felt better when you did apologize.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, you guys have a great day, and uh, thanks again. Right, yeah, Love great. you lots, thanks. Karen.
10: Take care.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Hi, Ira. How are you? It's Razamoka.
10: I'm good. How are you guys?
3: Good. I want to share your text with everyone because I think um, I think it's important that we get this message across. Not just for you, but for everybody else that's in your situation. Yeah. Ira texted this. As someone that works in a small restaurant, I can assure you we are taking all the precautions in the kitchen, in the front of the house, everywhere that we can. Constant hand washing, sanitization, extra cleaning of cookware. I could tell you lots of places are doing the same. People for the most part want to keep other people safe and be cautious and obviously it's a hard time for the food service business right now. Uh, If you can get out of... If you can get it out of your head, please order something to support. Even send a gift card to support places. I work at Sunny Morning Breakfast and Lunch in Oakville off of Ford Drive. We're one of four small locations across the GTA. We're staying open for takeout and delivery to at least try and make some business and give a few hours to our back-of-house staff. Because one of the things, uh, Ira, people are still, still frightened about ordering from food establishments, even if it is takeout, because you don't know how clean someone may be keeping their hands or Mm -hmm. the extra precautions. Not saying you specifically, but just overall, uh, this is what people are thinking, right? Yeah,
10: and I completely understand that everybody is like worried and scared and everything, and um, it's a... It's a really scary time and a a really confusing time for everybody, but I know if you can kind of get it out of your head, I know everybody is taking a lot of precautions, and also the thing is, there's a lot of less people going into these restaurants now because there is no dine-in service, so there's a lot of less people touching things and breathing on things. Um, There's only a few people in the kitchen, and... Always washing their hands. They're always sanitizing everything all the time. We're cleaning the grills way more, uh, cookware way more, everything like that. Everyone's wearing gloves there's like a three liter bucket of hand sanitizer <laughs> yeah um so i know a lot of places are taking the necessary precautions um but it is a hard time for everybody right now so if anybody is able to support anybody it's always
6: a good time what's the name of your restaurant
10: uh, it's called sunny morning
6: and where is it
10: it's in uh, oakville it's what? on one uh it's on uh, 1899 iron oak way
6: and you guys are open for takeout right
10: yeah takeout and uh we're on uber eats as well for what delivery do
6: you, what what are you known for?
10: Um, there is my favorite thing. It's called a sweet dream waffle.
6: Yeah, what's Nutella. in that?
10: Bananas, strawberries, almonds. Yo, you got my, my order.
3: Thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> as soon as you said Nutella.
6: We, we had this, Catherine and I had this conversation last night. There's a place that Catherine goes to on, uh, on Ronsey called uh, The Goods. Mm-hmm. And what they're known for is something called the Be Well Soup, which is this incredible soup that they make. Yeah. And Catherine will drive like for hours to go and get this thing. And they put out a post on IG yesterday saying that um, with all the same situation that you're in, with the restaurants and people not wanting to go, and they made mention of the fact that grocery store shelves are empty, and if you couldn't get to their place to get their soup, what they did, and this is such a boss move for a restaurant, I cannot believe they did it. They posted the recipe for it. Really? So this is like wow. their this is their marquee dish uh-huh. that they're known for, and they posted the recipe for it on IG. So if you're afraid of going to the restaurant, or you can't make it mm. to the restaurant, or if you're in self isolation, whatever, they gave you the, the the tools to make their sort of famous soup at home.
3: That would make me want to go to that restaurant even more just to show appreciation, show love once they are open again.
6: So that place is at uh, 279 Ronsey in Toronto. Uh, Let's do this. Let's do this. If you have... And McDonald's don't call us, okay? This isn't for you right now. <laughs> but okay, we all know the Big Mac is delicious. Hi, never I'm the else. small restaurant. Um, we make fantastic subs.
7: handful of handful of locations
3: around town. You may have heard of us, Mister Sub. Okay,
6: you guys are gonna be okay. Uh, but if you are sort of an independent restaurant that you can no longer seat people because of the restrictions and you are still doing takeout and you're trying to like figure out how to work your way through this, why don't you shoot us a text right now? Uh, give us the name of your restaurant. Uh-huh. Give us the location of your restaurant and what you're known for. Okay. And what we will do is uh, Mocha and I will, we can't do much on this show other than just, you know, make you laugh and that kind of thing. But what we can do is give people a ton of free advertising. Um, so why don't you do that? Shoot us a text at 925 Again, the name of your restaurant, yeah. your address, and yep. what you're known for. And we're going to try and get through as many of these as we can today. And uh, we'll sort of pump the tires of your place and uh, and hopefully get some people to pick up the phone, uh, make an order, and uh, whip in and pick it up.
3: Hi, I'm calling from this small restaurant <laughs> at the corner of Sherburn and Bloor. And uh, we make fantastic burgers. Um... We're called McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah,
6: don't do that. Okay. <laughs> we know. We know you guys.
7: We got love it you, going McDonald's. On, Trust, okay? me. Yeah. Trust me.
3: Trust <laughs> me. Thank you so much, Ira. We really appreciate your time today.
6: Thank you
10: so much, guys. I okay. love you. so and Have you a good too. day. The, the name
3: of your The name of your place again is what?
6: Sunny morning.
3: Sunny morning. Wait a minute. You guys have one in Aurora, right? Yeah, we do. That's right. I know your location. Oh, I drive yeah. by it every yeah. single day. There you go. Maybe I'll stop in today to get that. What's that breakfast called? The Nutella one? Oh, uh,
10: Sweet Dream.
3: Sweet
6: Dream.
10: So you can get a pancakes, waffles, French toast, anything. Mm, nice.
0: Mm, or everything. Yeah. <laughs>
6: Thank
10: you, Aura. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: We had said earlier on in the show that we were talking about uh, all the restaurants in this city that are still open for takeout and Uber Eats and everything else, but you can't have people go in, and it's crushing you. So we had said that if you were like an indie restaurant, uh, let us know the name of your place, where you're located, and what you're famous for, and we will do our best to try and shout out as many of these places to let people know that you guys are still open for takeout.
3: Uh, And also, real quick, before you start mentioning, the fact of the matter is that some of these places that do have employees... Those employees may be out of a job. Exactly. Now, or are out of a job now.
6: Let me burn through a couple of these right now. Hit me. Uh, Copper Branch, uh, Heartland and Mavis and in uh, and Britannia. They say they're famous for offering vegan food options. Nice. Uh, Red Rockets, famous for their chicken wings. Some of mm. the best wings you'll ever have. Mm. Uh, 1405 Upper Ottawa Street in Hamilton. Uh, they say Another one says, uh, Hey guys, we are a Jamaican restaurant in Mississauga called Potluck. Yeah. The address is 1107 Britannia. Road East in Mississauga, they say that they are open for takeout. Quote: Our curry goat and jerk chicken is the best worldwide. Oh my God. Uh, the I'm other guy so said that he right <laughs> works at a restaurant called Egg Bay. Uh, they're located at 189 Augusta Avenue. They are open and they are known for their breakfast sandwiches. So get in on that. Oh
0: my God. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: So we had said that if you. Uh, uh, run an indie restaurant and times are tough right now man but if you are still open we know you can't have customers in but you can also do takeout and if you are in that situation uh we just said to shoot us a text at 925 uh let us know the name of your place your address and what you're known for and mocha and i will uh try and shout you guys out and uh give you some free advertising hopefully get you some business because everybody needs that right now. I got another one from Cafe Alexandra, 555 William Graham Drive in Aurora. They offer healthy organic food made with locally sourced ingredients made fresh every day vegan and veggie options are available nice uh, somebody else wrote us at nine two five triple five. my restaurant's name is city fried chicken Ooh. we are located in scarborough at 2655 yeah, scarborough. Lawrence Avenue East they say they're best known for their oh man for their philly cheesesteak sandwich and stew on fries oh my are you kidding God. me that's city fried I want chicken that right now 2655 Give me the Two six five five Lawrence Avenue East. There you go. Oh, Keep okay. them coming because we're going to try and get to as many of these as we can. My favorite place. My favorite cannoli
3: uh, place in Woodbridge. Yeah. on Highway Seven near Pine Valley is Cannoli Queens. Oh, and unfortunately they had to they had to close up. They did. Huh? Yeah. So okay. when they do open, if you want the absolute best cannoli you've ever had in yeah. your entire life, yes, I do. Cannoli Queens. On Highway 7 in Woodbridge near Pine Valley. Let me read you this text real quick 925555. I don't have a restaurant, but I'm an Uber driver, and I know this time is hard for everyone. Last three days, I'm not making enough money, and I have uh, two beautiful daughters at home that I promise to take on vacation this summer. Uh, My car is very clean, and I clean uh, after every customer that I pick up. By the way, love you guys. So, whatever your name is, uh, shout out to you. There you go.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Mocha and I decided earlier this morning that uh, if you run an independent restaurant that is going through hell right now, because you can't have people in there, but you're still open for takeout, Uh, shoot us a text at 925-555, let us know the name of your place, your address, and what you're known for, and we'll uh, do our best to give you guys a shout out, hopefully get you some business. Um, Got one from uh, John's Fish and Chips at 5090 Dundas Street West in Etobicoke. One of the best fish and chips restaurants in Toronto, they say. Family owned and operated since 1980, offering takeout to do their part during these difficult times. Got one from uh, Chai Pokana, authentic Thai so, yeah. restaurant. We have the best, how do you say that? Khao Soy? Yep. K H A O Soy. Uh, in St. Clair Village, they say that they're open for takeout. Their address is 809 St. Clair Avenue Oh, Oh, all let me read this next one. Yeah, go for it.
3: Drop a tease in Ajax. <laughs> I know that spot. Do you? Oh, my God. They say uh, Caribbean restaurant best known, and I will agree, for their doubles and roti free delivery over $20. Uh, oh, please have Mocha read this one
7: out. <laughs> it's like y'all know me.
3: This is the
0: Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: is the number to text us. And we had said that if you're an independent restaurant that's going through hell right now, but you're still open for takeout, you just can't have anybody in there, uh, to shoot us a text with the name of your place, where you're located, and what you're known for. And we'll give you guys... uh, some free publicity here on this show. Got one from uh, El Rincon Mexicano mm. at uh, 653 St. Clair Avenue West. They say that they are best known for their meat-stuffed burritos.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, man, we're talking about all this food this morning. I know. am telling I you. And I am so hungry. You know what I ate just now? A, a piece of
6: cheese. Yeah. Uh, somebody else, uh, our restaurant's name is Walk and Grill, which is located at uh, 1085 O'Connor Drive. Uh, A great hidden place in East York community and they got a high score. They say 4.6 out of 5. That's great. We serve high quality and fresh Chinese food from 12 to 2 a.m. in the morning. They got homemade shrimp rolls, jumbo sized Mm. chicken wings Mm. and the famous pork chop and everyone's favorite chow mein in different varieties. So there you go. uh,
3: I'll end on this one real quick. Uh, Ricci's Pizzeria in Woodbridge uh, on Weston and Langstaff. I know that spot. I've been there before. The Panzos amazing. Okay. The pizzas are great. What's so. the name of that place again? Ricci's Pizzeria in uh, Woodbridge.
6: All open, all serving. So here's what we're doing today. 925-555 is the number to text and all morning long if you are a sort of independent restaurant who's having a tough time right now but you're still open for takeout you just can't have anybody in there and you're worried, and your employees are worried, and you're worried for your employees. Uh, send us a text to nine two five triple five. Let us know the name of your place, what your address is, and what you're best known for. Like this one, the Corey Restaurant, located at five six seven Highway Five in Dundas, Ontario, all the way in wow. Dundas, Ontario. The same, the Dundas. They are best known for their breakfast, their burgers, an old style diner. Hot sandwiches, i.e. hot hamburger sandwiches and Ooh. hot beef sandwiches. Thanks again, they say. So that's the quarry at 567 Highway 5 in
3: Dundas. We got one here. Uh by the way, is how you tax? Hey, Ron Zamoca, can you please do a shout-out? Oh, crap. We're getting so many taxes. Okay, here. Uh, can you please do a shout-out to Portu Grill? <laughs> of course we can. We're a Portug- Portuguese barbecue house that serves delicious grilled and rotisserie chicken as well as a variety of sandwiches, 1733 Eglinton Avenue East. All right, I could go with one of those. Uh, Somebody else wrote, my dad uh, owns
6: Kensington Natural Bakery at 460 Bloor Street West, which is Bathurst and Bloor in the Annex. It's a bakery, but also serves vegan and gluten-free entrees. Very difficult. I went in the grocery store the other day looking for some gluten-free stuff, and there was very little. People snapped it up. So uh, that is the Kensington uh, Natural Bakery at 460 Bloor Street West. We have so many of these. I'm so happy that I want to shout out one of my in. favorite Italian Please, restaurants. Go ahead. Cause go I right used to
3: ahead. live in Woodbridge, and a spot at um, Langstaff and Jane. Yep. is called Anna Maria, and they have by far the best gnocchi I've ever had in my entire really? life. Really? Yeah. And my go-to there is spaghetti with meat sauce Ooh. and veal parm on the side. Ooh. Oh, so good oh, and uh, I promised Catherine I'd chat these guys
6: out uh, it's a place on let me just see get their address here uh, it's a place uh, called The Goods it's uh, 279 Ronsey, and uh, they have something called they're famous for let me just get you this here they're famous for the soup that they do It's called the Be Well Soup. And what they did is they actually, on Instagram, they posted the recipe for it so you could make it at home.
3: So good. Um, That would encourage me to want to go into the restaurant. Right. Uh, one more, more here. Uh,
6: Hank Daddy's barbecue. You heard of that spot? At 7777 Keel Street that is uh, Keel and Highway 7, yes. family-owned barbecue spot, uh, best known for slow smoked meats. i like that.
0: This is the Ros and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Shout out to local restaurants that are being affected by the closure. All thanks to COVID-19. But are still open for takeout. But they're still open for takeout, of right. course. Uh, Village Pizzeria in Aaron, Ontario. Oh, I know Aaron, Ontario, right by Acton. 67 Main Street. They said our grand opening was this week, and oh. we were forced to postpone that until further notice. But we appreciate anything you guys could do uh, to note our business, Delicious Pizza and Pasta. In Erin, Ontario, that is Village Pizzeria. Got this one. What about the farms that sell meat right off the
6: farm? Headwater Farms in Uxbridge. Uh, they say that uh, they sell. How do you say that? Wagyu beef. Yeah. How do you oh, say that? So is tender. that how you say that? I say wagyu. Wagyu.
7: I'm Wa- sure it's wagyu? not right.
3: I'm sure it's not right.
6: I don't know, but that's like the really like decadent, it's crazy, ender. beautiful, soft, soft, succulent. gorgeous. Anyway, that is a Headwater Farms up in Uxbridge. Um, thank you for that, by the way.
3: And then I also want to say, what's up and give a shout out to a place that my wife and I recently discovered now living in Aurora. yeah and it's a coffee sh- it's a coffee place. It's called Indie Coffee in Newmarket. They roast organic coffee, it's oh. tiny little place. Oh. smells delicious when you walk in. and they were forced to close, yeah, but they're taking online orders. And it's the only coffee we drink now. Hit them up at at home. So if you want to order from them, they will deliver my indie coffee. Dot com.
6: Can
11: I shut up my favorite bakery? Oh, hey,
3: listen
6: to this right here. Yeah. Uh, my name is, uh, my restaurant name is Sumac Iraqi Charcoal Grill. Ooh. They say they're located uh, in Scarborough at 1961 yeah. Lawrence Avenue. Big up uh, they say they're best known for their veal shawarma, Iraqi lamb oh, kebab, and tandoor bakes whole chicken. I would have all of that right now. They say that they'll even give a special offer to the audience. Anybody who mentions uh, nine nine two five will get 15% off their purchase up to twenty dollars. So there we go. That's yeah. not
11: bad, right? I uh, so want to shout out more. I want to shout United Bakers, Batherson Lawrence. Yeah, best split pea soup.
6: There you go. And again, it's 925-555 If you want to shoot us a uh, a text, if you are a restaurant that is going through hell right now with all the shutdowns, you cannot have customers, but you're still open for takeout. Uh, we will try and help you out and give you a little bit of free press on the show.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: I want to talk to you about what's trending on the iTunes charts because there's something in the top 10 Uh that I never thought in a million years would make it. Okay. Hit me. We're going to start at number one and work our way down. Okay. Okay? Number one on the iTunes charts currently is called Sweet Night by V. V from BTS. Okay. And the BTS army is coming out full force to listen to this song. And it's not surprising that this song is trending number one on iTunes. It's from a soundtrack to, I believe, a TV show, a Korean TV show. Okay. Very popular. So this is called Sweet Night by V. That's number one on iTunes, okay? Yeah. Number two is Blinding Lights by the Weekend. We all know this song. Love right. it, yeah. Uh, number three is Dance Monkey by Tones and I. Oh, yeah. All right.
7: We all know that song.
3: Uh, Number four on iTunes is Oh Margarita by Luke Bryan. Sorry, One Margarita. (laughs) This is a dope song. I like it. Intentions from Justin Bieber and Quavo is number five. Number six is Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Number seven is The Box by Roddy Ricch. I'm going to skip number 8 Because that's the one I okay. want to talk to you about All right. Number 9 is Adore You by Harry Styles Dope song And number 10 on iTunes is I Hope by Gabby Barrett Number 8 on the iTunes charts this week Just entered Like way below And has been quickly climbing up Last night before I went to bed, it was number nine. When I woke up this morning, it was number eight. Okay. By the end of the day, I think it'll probably be top five. Okay. Believe it or not, number eight on the iTunes charts right now is the Cardi B Coronavirus remix. (laughs) Coronavirus!
4: Coronavirus!
3: No joke, bro. It was done by DJ iMarquise and it's charting at number eight right now on iTunes. Do to help this. propel this song to number one. I will. I legit like this song.
7: Government. Government.
3: Yeah, this is so dope, bro. Oh, this is my favorite part.
7: Oh. Number eight on the iTunes charts. Yes.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha
3: Show podcast. Hello? Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, hey, how are you guys? Good, how are you? I am good. Okay, what's your name? My name is Leo. Leo, are the cops there? No. The cops there? no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, let me read you this what text that we got hell? from Leo. Let me, let me read you this text, okay? Okay. It says, I need to vent. I am so pissed. I went to Costco to pick up a few things. I'm waiting in the checkout line, and I drop a $20 bill. The lady in front of me picked it up. I thanked her and held my hand out, and she said, the things found on earth are kept by the collector and walked away. Basically finders keepers? Yes. I looked at the person behind me standing in line. They couldn't believe it either. This can't be real life right now. So I took in a deep breath, and I turned back towards the lady slash thief slash whatever you want to call her. And as I approached her, I said, do I look like I'm in the mood? Let's not play games. Go ahead and give me back my money. She had the nerve to ignore me completely and tried to walk away. So I left everything, followed her to the parking lot. And as I was calling the police and then... It just... The text went dot, dot, dot. No. And cut off. <laughs> no. <laughs> what the hell, Leo?
7: Oh, my God. So I don't even know how the
3: story ended. Oh, my God. Yeah, it said, as, as I was calling the police, and then it went <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so what happened, Leo? Okay, so
5: it really is a joke, and I want to... Let me see if I can read the rest of it to you.
3: Oh, Wait, okay. sorry, it was a joke? Yes. Oh. Girl, what, you what got ha- time for this? What happened? <laughs> Why would you do that to us? I'm like a concerned citizen here. What's the joke? When she got to her
5: car, she put her bags on the ground while trying to get into her trunk. I was at boiling point. I decided her finest keeper's rule presented a perfect opportunity to teach her a lesson. So I went to the trap of my car. I picked up her bags. I'm headed to my
7: car.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: you stole a purse
6: <laughs> and her groceries.
3: Wait, 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 stop. Leo, I'm okay. trying to understand something. Okay. This story that you told us about you. Losing 20 bucks to finders keepers rules at Costco. Is that story true? No, that's all part of the joke. It's all part of the joke.
6: Okay, I
5: thought so, you got the whole story no, in, the, in the text.
6: No, we didn't. We only got part of it. The part where you were about to kill somebody. <laughs> and, then we were very, and then we were very concerned because you ended it with dot, dot, dot. And we're like,
3: hey, man. <laughs> so did you, yes or no, get into an altercation, a verbal altercation with somebody at Costco? Absolutely not. No. Did you, yes or no have a confrontation with somebody in a parking lot at Costco. Absolutely not. Nothing. It's a joke. The whole thing okay. is a joke. So you so didn't actually get into an argument and go steal some lady's purse and groceries?
6: No. 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 Did we, now where, Have you got to the punchline yet? Or is that still yes. to come? Okay. Well,
5: here, I get home, open the bags that I took from her, and I find three packs of ribeye steak, three pounds of wild-caught salmon, two pounds of potatoes, everything to make a Caesar salad, two bottles of wine. And I can't help by thinking to myself, whoa, not bad for $20.
6: Leo. It's just
1: to lighten the mood. Everybody's so tense.
3: Everything is going on. Not bad
6: for $20. It's about lightening the mood. Leo, you are the best. God, you know (laughs) what? Thank you. You
3: are, but I hate you so much right now. (laughs) I love you so much right now.
0: (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: What's up Aaron?
9: My uh, daughter is uh, six months old so kind of a new father myself and my wife is actually off in Edmonton for a week. Now that I'm on my own for the very first time trying to balance work life, home life, um, baby, parenting, all that. I know you guys are, um, I mean Roz is more of a seasoned veteran in this sake but uh, Mocha yourself with a Younger kids yourself, how do you balance everything?
3: Frig man, at that age, at six months old, all you gotta do is make sure they got a clean diaper and that they eat. True. The, mis- the I think that I think that where we go
6: wrong with all of this is the, is the mistake is even thinking that you can balance. Right. It's not about a balance. It's about managing.
3: It's yeah. triage. And every kid, every kid is completely different,
6: right? You're you you can never oh, yeah. you will never balance your work and your life and your kid and your family. That's it's an impossible task. You're the, always going
3: to be stressed out. And work life balance
6: is an Instagram meme. Okay, it's not it's not real life. You manage, and the reason you manage is because you have no other choice. Right, of course. You get it done. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna be tired. You're gonna you're gonna be tired. The kid's gonna be screaming. You're gonna get no sleep. Uh, you gotta feed the kid before you eat, and that's just life, man. You know, you're just going to, you're going to, you're going to do it. There's no, like there's no fix, right? Like there's no, there's no way to sort of alleviate the stress of what it takes to be on your own with a six month old. Like it's going to be awful. Not just that. It's going to
3: be awful. Not just that, Aaron, but like, you know, Roz's experience uh, with having a six month old at home is going to be different from my experience having a six month old at home, which is also going to be. Different from you having a six month old at home,
6: what are you? What are your sort of concerns? Well, it's not so much
9: concerns. It's it's a big fact that this is kind of the real first time that I'm hundred percent alone with the baby. The wife is gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do a, a large portion of the parenting as it is at home just to be able to help balance it for my wife while I am at work, mm-hmm. but while she's away, it's we're actually relying on friends and family to kind of help cover while I'm off at work myself, but now it's all the, I guess, responsibilities of watching her even when I'm not there is as much as we trust like her grandparents and everything is sure. to, to do a good job, it's still worrying about her while I'm there, while I'm not there mm-hmm. daytime, nighttime, every moment that I have off, it's now making sure that it's, it's always taking, she's taking care of and juggling things around a little bit. So um, it's more of if there's, I don't know, from, from a parent of experience that, If there's any, again, little tips or tricks to really try and just make sure you come out the other end uh, still...
6: I will say, you you picked on something right there which is trusting people and it's interesting that there's people in your life that you would trust with your own life but it's a whole different game when you're trusting them with your child's life. Yeah. And you still have to you still have to like overcome that thing like even though your kid may be with like your mom you're still like oh my god I hope she's okay even though it's your mom. It's like there's no better person you can leave the kid with that you mm. can trust, right? But you're still going to worry right. about her. I would say I would say this if if there's one thing that I that that I could okay. say is that this moment right now where your wife is away and it's you alone and, you know, your your baby's six months. The, the thing that I would advise you to do to get yourself through this was get excited about it. Sure. Like get pumped about this time that you get to do this. Because it's rare. For sure. It's rare. Yeah. And this is, it's so it's so wonderful, right? And get excited about it. And then once you're excited about it, uh, you're not going to worry. You're going to worry a whole lot less.
3: Right. Okay. And just make sure she's fed and those diapers get changed. Absolutely. All right, Every hour. All right, man. All right, bro. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Good
0: luck. Thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Uh, All morning, we've said to text us at 925 555. If you are a small restaurant, like an independent, and uh, you guys are going through hell right now and you got employees you're worried about, that you got to pay, you're closed to the public, but you're still doing takeout, just tell us the name of your restaurant, your location your addresses, and what you're known for. And we've been getting some amazing, amazing people, like uh, Kip's Flaming Burgers in Pickering, known for their amazing burgers. They are located at uh, 1016 Brock Road in Pickering,
3: and they are open for takeout, so Uh, hit them up. Bridge Social is a great little coffee shop, 64 Brock Street West in Uxbridge. They are known for organic, healthy snacks and delicious coffee. They are partnered, I love this, they are partnered with Blue Heron Books, which is right next door. They deliver coffee and books to your door if you are quarantined. They also just started Bridge Boxes, which are themed boxes for different ages that include snacks, books, and natural healthy products.
6: Got, uh, got this one. Can you do a shout-out to Captain George's Fish and Chips in Coburg? Nice. Uh, out in Coburg for both my daughters who work there. Uh, their hours have been cut back due to the uh, dining closing. It's awesome. It's a great restaurant. Huge portions and well-known for its halibut. I love that. What else we got here? Uh, Uh, My wife's shop, the candy bar. Did we do candy bar already? No. We did uh, not. Roz may know this place. Uh, We deliver uh, Easter treats and uh, come to your shop on college. We deliver um, to the sidewalk, world famous beam to chocolate, beam to bar chocolate and candy from around the world. So that is the candy bar. That's a good place. Uh, Bespoke Wine and Spirits. We're an independent wine importer. (laughs) <laughs> we supply restaurants. We have had no orders since all of the closures. Oh, uh, we sell, they say this, we sell to anyone and deliver right to your door. Free delivery. And for March, uh, an extra, uh, from March and April, 5% discount for private orders. None of our products are available in the retail stores. That is from Matt Woolman. So uh, that is Bespoke Wine and Spirits. So hit them up as well. Everybody's hurting, man.
3: Yeah. And Everybody's also, hurting. yo, you know what? Honestly, for real, like, Big shout out to um, anyone working at a doctor's office, working at any of the hospitals. If you're one of the frontline workers, you work behind the scenes, uh, you're you're still putting yourself out there, putting yourself at risk to do a job to help protect people, to help cure people, to help get people better. Mm for real, much love to you guys from the Razamoga show and from everybody, really, for doing what you do on uh, on a daily basis. But keep those texts coming in, 925 Did we shout out Chocolata yet?
6: No? No. Say, can you please announce our business? It's called Chocolata. I love it already. Never forget this name. Chocolata. It's a family business small store located at, here's the address, 986A Kingston Road, Upper Beaches. That's really Scarborough, though, right? Yeah. We all know. It is. Uh, I ain't mad. I love Scarborough. (laughs) I know. They say that we have the best, how do you say this, Brigadieros? Okay. Is that how you say that? Sure. Brigadeiros is a Brazilian dessert best described as a cross between a truffle, a caramel, <gasps> and fudge.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: How are you, man?
6: Good. Yeah. Doing my part, you know. Although I, I had to do. go, I had to go get Catherine a vaporizer yesterday. Oh, she vapes now. No, no, no. Like a thing for the room. Oh. oh, not like a jewel. <laughs> no, no, no. She doesn't need to get high the okay. clean way. Uh. Um, no, because she's got like, I don't know, she's had a... a vaporizer or a humidifier. Well, this is my question. Because I'm standing in the store yesterday with my scarf around my face because yeah. I don't have a mask. Uh-huh. I look like
3: I'm going to rob the place. Yeah, ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> is that scarf in I that, know. In the, does say N95 on
6: it? I know. You know, it's a, uh, it's, it's just, I just need it for comfort. Like, okay. you know, okay, <laughs> yeah, right? Sure. I had, to, on mental yeah, state. I had to go into it. my choices were to go to a drugstore, to go to a Walmart, ah, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's okay. a tough choice to make sure. in the time of COVID, yeah, right. So I chose to go into the drugstore. So I'm standing around with a scarf over my face, and I'm looking at this wall of because she has a, an ear infection, a throat infection, a sinus infection. Oh God! Right, it's it's not good. Yeah, and so she's on all sorts of antibiotics, Poor and bro. and she needs, uh, she sends me out to go and get this thing, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm standing there. And I'm like, okay, what is the difference then between a humidifier and a vaporizer? Because they're sitting on the exact same shelf.
7: And I mean, technically, they both
6: do the exact same thing. And some of them are like, this one's cold, this one's warm, this one does cold and warm.
3: Ooh, that's the one you want. But is it, though? Yeah, why not? It wasn't. Oh, that's not what she wanted. No, because she specifically only needed cold. Oh, so you get the one... And I said, well what's the well, I said what the vaporizer. What? And
6: I said, so why not what what if one day we need one that's
3: warm? Then you have to go back out this scarf Ronnie face. I'm like uh,
6: yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm like why don't I just get the one that th- why don't I just get the one that does both? She's like I no, agree. I need, she's like no, I need cold. And I was like, well, okay, why don't fine, you get whatever. the one that does both
3: and then just put the setting on cold?
6: Okay, but then we got to start talking about brands. Oh she's, God. Like, she's like, "Well, what brand is the one that does both?" And I was like, "It's oh. this brand. Honeywell." What's that? Or Sunbeam? No, it was, uh, oh yeah, was it Sunbeam? No, Sunbeam or Starfrit? Whatever. It was, <laughs> I recognized.
3: No, isn't Starfrit the, for the kitchen gadgets? <laughs> but isn't, isn't Sunbeam the kitchen gadgets too? I don't think so. No, what else does Sunbeam do? Anyway, yeah,
7: it was. I think uh, a got some bomb ass electric blankets.
6: Purchase? Oh, fans. Yes, Maury, fans. Uh, no, so I wound up getting one that was VIX.
3: Okay. Made made by VIX, which we have one of those. I didn't
6: know VIX made anything other than VIX.
3: Yeah, we have one of those. But apparently
6: they do. They get into machinery as well.
3: Yeah. Does the one that you have, does it when you turn it on, it gives like a nice like little cool blue light? Yeah. That's the one we have. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, so what the so hell good. is it? Is it
6: a vaporizer or is it a humidifier? That's a humidifier. It's a humidifier. Yeah.
3: Wait, what does Catherine think it is? I don't know. Whatever she, she thinks j- it is, that's yeah. what you have to go with. That's what I'm going with, okay. right? All
6: I know. <laughs> FYI, pro tip. Oh God. All I know is I got home yesterday with a scarf. I had lines on my face for my <laughs> scarf being so tight. Okay. <laughs> also, I think a scarf, Right? <laughs> I doubled up. I went around twice. <laughs> I went around twice. So I got home. All I know yesterday is that I, I went out and I risked uh, my own personal safety for my woman, uh, so I felt like a hero for doing that, uh-huh. and I got the right thing. So hey. for all you for every other husband out there yesterday that didn't get the right thing when you were <laughs> sent out, all right, know that I did.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: All right, this is the text we got from Dina. My husband just called me on his way to work to accuse me of infiltrating his car radio selections. He just switched out, quote, another station for yours. We have different tastes in music, and he's always been like, quote, you do you. This station isn't for me. But after showing him fun video clips and telling him uh, about convos you have, he started turning on the radio after work at home to Kiss92.5 tells me how much he loves Mocha's Laugh, and now today, he's an official Kiss listener and loves you guys. I kind of feel like I won something today, and hey, we could always take a reason to smile. There you go. So, Dina, how long has this been going on between you and your husband? Oh, my gosh. Um,
2: Our tastes in music have differed greatly since we met. Um, We've been together for eight years, and he... When I'm listening to the radio and he comes home and he hears a song like Taylor Swift or something, he does this little bobblehead thing and makes fun of me. (laughs) Like he's he's mimicking and, you know, doing this little dance. And then he's like, we listen to my music now. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's grown on him after the last little while. And. And now
3: he's just, he's laughing right along with you. And he, he does love Mocha's laugh so much. Aw, what, what is his music, just out of curiosity?
2: Um, he's more of a rap guy, like the harder stuff. Okay. And some,
6: like stri- and some like, classic like, rock. I'll say this. We know just from the crazy amount of research that people have done on, uh, on us in this show and everything else, that people who come to this show, they come from... All over, meaning as far as musical tastes go, people who listen to this show have a very wide range in musical tastes, but what they come here for is the actual show. And so we find this a lot. We find people that either love the music that they play on, on the, on this station, or they hate the music they play on this station, but they still come back for the show. And it's incredible because like you guys are part of an audience. That is the tastes that you guys have are so vast, probably more than any other radio show in the city.
2: I have a very short commute to work. Yeah. Uh, I'm fortunate to, to live close to where I work. And, uh, Sometimes, if I turn the car on and there's music playing, sometimes I get mad because I want to hear
3: you guys talk. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is, uh, what's your husband's name, Dina? Josh. Josh. So, big shout out to Josh. Welcome officially. Welcome to the Raza Mocha family. Welcome to Kiss 92.5. Um, Dina, has Josh been catching up on our podcast?
2: uh no but he's probably going to very shortly yeah and um like he's missed a lot i listen to you guys every day um he's missed a lot though and there are sometimes i want to go back to the podcast because i remember certain shows and if they've just made me like laugh to the point of having tears on my way to work those are awesome things for me to go back to i love it so much yeah so all right
3: so do you know how to get the podcast Oh yeah, oh I have the podcast. Oh you on have my them already. Right. Oh okay. Oh cool. yeah. All right. Let me no, ask yeah, you.
6: Know what? Let me ask you a question before we leave. What kind yeah. of what kind of phone are you talking on right now?
2: An iPhone. Why? Does it sound really bad? No, it sounds really good. And yeah. I and, and how are you holding it? Uh like you hold a phone? Like are you using a headset or anything <laughs> like that? No, 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 no. I've got it held to my face.
6: Why does why can you use a phone and ninety percent of the people who call into this show have no idea how to use a phone? Your sounds so good.
2: Oh, well, well I do just normally sound good anyway. Not, not your voice,
6: sweetheart. I'm not flirting. Oh, <laughs> well, no, i never accused you of that. No, no. D- D- Dina's like, listen, Josh is at work now. Now's my time. Yeah, come on. Uh, 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 no, you sound dying white
3: uh Dina and Josh, thank you very, very much for listening. You have no idea how much we appreciate it, and uh, we appreciate your support. But, Dina, between Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite?
2: Oh, crap. Uh, I'm going to say I, I do, I love Mocha very much. I identify a, a lot more with Roz.
6: Cause of the whole sexy thing.
2: Well, I mean, you do sound very sexy and everything. And, and I love, I like your sense of humor. Same girl. And, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, like a lot of the things that you say and the conversations you have, um, I feel like more connected, uh, to
3: you that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, A.K.A. Oh. Grumpy. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're yeah,
6: not grumpy. Uh, thank you so much. I will take that win.
3: Thank you so
0: much, Dina. Awesome. We love you
11: lots.
2: Love you guys. Have a great
0: day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
11: Question. So if they're no longer giving out parking tickets... Are they not? Oh, yeah. That's the thing. They're going to stop giving out parking tickets. <laughs> Excuse me?
6: Yeah. I went all over the city I say, looking for a vaporizer with using the Green
11: pea app. <laughs> Park on the side of the road. So do I have to pay the ones that are in my glove box? Yes,
6: you do. It. It's it's not a there's not an amnesty of where <laughs> we're gonna wipe out all your what's parking the, uh, tickets.
3: What's the story then? So they're not giving out tickets anywhere, everywhere. That's right. Yeah, like will, at all times, of day and night, not, including rush hour. Yeah, go nuts. I will say really?
6: this though. Wow. Uh huh. You know who is still giving out parking tickets are the people who run like the private lots by with grocery stores and stuff like that. Oh yeah, where they give you the ticket that you don't really have to pay. Yeah, you know that. It's
3: more of like a warning. No, it's a ticket.
11: Oh yeah, yeah, but you could just not. But you, I think you have like one time where you could just not pay. I tell you, I like tear them up. Wait, why do they give you tickets? So like okay, so, oh, when you park you go,
6: overnight? No no. no. When oh. you go when you're downtown uh-huh. and you like okay, like if you're in Liberty Village, sure. okay, and you go to like Metro yeah. or the beer store or whatever, if there's no twenty minute temporary parking, the yeah. big giant lot is a pay parking lot okay. to go to the grocery store. Okay. Like you have to go up to the machine and pay and then put the, the thing in your window. And when you get a ticket, if you don't pay, it's like $90. They give you an envelope, too, to mail it in. Yeah. No, you have to go online.
3: Oh, they used to give out no, loads. no, 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 no.
6: You have to go online. It's a, it's and it's a weird blue ticket, right? You have to go. Blue? Yeah, it's blue. Nah, I, know. That nah, 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 <laughs> I know. I know. Nah, nah, I know. If it
3: ain't yellow, it ain't
6: right. Thank you. Right. So it's blue, uh-huh. and you're supposed to go online and supposed to, and supposed supposed to. to. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're supposed to blue ticket <laughs> exactly. You know what to do with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're supposed to go online and pay, uh-huh. and I, like a loser, did it once. Oh, did you? Yeah. And then I discovered that. You you don't have to pay those. So wait, they never come after you? No, because they the uh, they've already said that they're the, the your credit in this country and anything that has to do with collections and everything else, all this stuff, anything that will affect your credit score. They want nothing to do with private parking lots. So it is not, you could owe them $95 and it's not like they're going to be able to come after you in a way that's going to affect your standing with your credit score. So you've ripped the, Nothing's ever happened. I, I, I went on, I got a, the second time I got one, I got a 90, it was a $96 ticket and I went on and they were like, what amount do you want to pay? And I literally put $4 <laughs> in the box and I hit send yeah. and I never heard from them ever uh, again. Yeah. This is genius. <laughs> yeah. Never heard from them. <laughs>
3: This is genius. nothing.
11: You know what you do with your blue
3: ticket, yeah. right? Sh- shove it up.
6: So how many? So how many
11: blue tickets do you have now? When you park you, you just collect them? Nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I've got a couple over the
6: over there and I see them too because they're not even discreet about it. Like the guy wears like a high vis vest, right? <laughs> yeah. You know?
3: You might as well just be yelling, "I'm yeah. giving you a ticket." Yeah. I'm like, "I see you."
6: But but I'm just like, "Don't do that, man." When everybody's like trying to get into the grocery store and and everybody's all worried. I saw them out there yesterday giving people tickets and it's not cool, man.
3: Um, here, let me read this to you because I just yeah. found the story. Until further notice, Toronto police have suspended parking enforcement for on street parking, mm-hmm. on street time limits of one, two, and three hours, school zones, and boulevard parking. You oh, also geez. won't get dinged for having expired license plates. And oh, on, so on top bad. of that, the TTC they,
11: is not going to worry about uh, fair evaders that's that's a hard uh, that's a hard genie to put back in the bottle yeah because well, yeah. then they have to make the announcement
6: of like okay now we're going to start yeah. worrying about Fair Vader's yeah, okay. now okay alright <laughs> with your blue ticket <laughs> yeah.
0: this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast
6: uh, the restaurant industry in this city we all love the restaurants in this city mm-hmm. we all do we have great food in this city and the restaurants are getting killed right now because they can't have customers. But so many of them are still available for takeout and delivery. And so we said, text us your your restaurant. If you're an independent restaurant struggling right now, text us the name of your restaurant, the location, and what you're known for. And uh, we'll give you guys some publicity on the show. And the response was incredible.
3: All You Need Bakery, 9505, Keel Street, and Vaughn. How do they spell need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. K N E A D. Great fun. All you need bakery. <laughs> we have the best
6: donuts and cupcakes. Uh, I got uh, Nada, Nada Cosa Restaurante is open for takeout delivery. Uh, they're in St. Catharines. Wood fired pizza, mm. fresh pasta, delicious mains, and so much more. Give them a call.
3: Uh, AJ's Bar and Grill located at 1 Reagan. Regan Road in Brampton, right beside the Honda dealership. Since the closures, we haven't been doing well. We are known for our one and only Eggs Benny. Oh, yeah. And we were voted Best Eggs Benny in Brampton.
6: There you go. Uh, Louis Pizza in Cookstown is amazing, they say. Everything from chicken parm to pizza to poutine. Uh, they are open for pickup
3: only, but they are open. Uh, the Beach Tree... Is
7: that what it is? Yeah, yeah, Beach Tree. Beach tree.
6: Uh,
3: 924 Kingston Road. We are known for having the best
6: burgers. There you go. Uh, somebody says, uh, hey, I own a restaurant called Sofra Istanbul. It's at uh, Highway oh, 400 and Steels in Vaughn. I know that spot. Vaughn turned Sofra? up huge today for this. Let me this. tell you,
3: I think we got more messages from people in restaurant owners in... Von Woodbridge area yeah, today man. than ever before. Turkish like, so cuisine, many Turkish cuisine as well. they Yo, so far I know that place. Yeah, I've had their food. Really, it huh? is so good. There yes, you go. happy to do that. Uh, please shout out to my sister's restaurant at uh, Greenwood Smokehouse Barbecue, six seventy three Danforth Avenue in Toronto. Headed so.
6: to headed to Guelph here for Chocolate Chocola in Guelph. Best chocolate pizza and <laughs> chocolate
3: coated cherries. Mm. Uh, free delivery in Guelph. They say thank you. We are happy to help. Of course. So uh, thank you everyone sending in your text at 925-555. We definitely appreciate you.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Want
3: some inspirational
6: words from Matthew McConaughey? Ooh. <laughs> you know what, man? McConaughey is always great to go through or to go to for uh, for stuff like this. I like
3: that guy a lot, He's man.
6: got this uh, this way about him of just spitting nonsense but making it sound... So cool? <laughs> yes. You know why? Because
3: he's his voice is very calming. Yeah, I know. It just puts you at ease. My kid's a huge
6: McConaughey fan now.
3: I just watched Interstellar again. Bits yeah. and pieces of it the other yeah. day.
6: She's really into uh, EdTV. EdTV, yeah. What the hell's that? Don't you remember EdTV? No. EdTV was Matthew McConaughey. It came out shortly after the Truman Show came out. It was right at the birth of all like reality shows, where they were uh, Ellen DeGeneres plays a television exec. And okay. they were starting a new network or they were trying to fix a failing network. And they were looking for somebody to follow around 24 hours a day with cameras and just film their life. And, yeah. Ma- and Matthew McConaughey is in it and he's Ed and his brother is Woody Harrelson. So it's the two of them from True Detective, but only years ago. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson really wanted to be the guy that they chose to follow around, but it became Matthew McConaughey. And Jenna Elfman's his girlfriend. Remember Jenna Elfman? Yeah, yeah. Jenna Elfman's his girlfriend in the How movie. I've never heard of this show. And they follow him around, and uh, and he it's becomes like the original Kardashians. It's the original Kardashians, yeah. And he's and then it becomes EdTV, and then he gets like super famous, and it all goes to hell. Everything else, anyway. She's really into EdTV, and uh, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. So
12: those are <laughs> like the two big movies right now, which are just the best, right? Hey everybody, McConaughey here. Just want to say in these crazy times uh, that we're in with the coronavirus. Um, there is a green light on the other side of this red light that we're in right now. Oh, man. I believe that, that green light is going to be built upon the values that we can enact right now. Values of fairness, kindness, accountability, resilience, respect, courage. If we practice those things right now, when we get out of this, this virus, this time might be the one time that brings us all together and unifies us. Like we have not been in a long time. Let's see if we can make some lemonade out of this lemon that we're in the middle of. Turn a red light into a green light. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. right?
3: <laughs> I believe everything that man says. You know how better I feel right now? Come on. Yeah.
6: Uh, do they, he's, got a, he's got a whistle talk, huh? Does he? And I'm wondering how they take that out in
12: movies. Listen to the first beginning of it. Hey, everybody. McConaughey here. Just want to say in these oh, crazy yeah. times uh, that we're in with the oh, coronavirus. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I McConaughey know. here. Just want to say in these crazy times uh, that we're in with the coronavirus. Holy. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? I never noticed that before. Hey, everybody. McConaughey here. Just want to say in these crazy times uh, that we're in with the coronavirus, let's see if we can make some lemonade out of this lemon that we're in the middle of. Turn a red light into a green light.
7: Yeah, buddy.
0: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: We were saying earlier that Miley admitted to wearing the, uh, because of COVID and like self-isolation. Yeah, and man. Staying home, just doing your thing. She's been wearing the same track pants track for f- pants
6: for 5 days. Yeah, we're all we're all getting gross and I think it's fine. So we had said and you can say this anonymously too, but how gross are you right now at home? How long have you worn the same clothes? How long have you gone without yeah. showering?
3: Yeah, Serge Ibaka from the Raptors yeah. for his uh his food show on YouTube, he was like, "How hungry are you?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Rosamoga version is how gross are how you? How gross
6: are you right now? And there's yeah. no shame in it. You don't got to see anybody. You, gotta, you don't have to be anywhere.
3: We got one from someone that said uh, they've been wearing the same underwear for two months unrelated to Corona. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Another text, I change my jockey shorts every day. There you go. But do you shower though? I don't think so.
6: I don't think so. I don't think people are showering every day.
3: Here's my question to to you. Actually, I know the answer, but I want to know if I'm alone or if you are alone. Okay. When I get home from work every day, I immediately change all of my clothes. I changed my shirt. I changed my pants. Interesting. I've now set up a laundry hamper in the garage and I've brought clothes down. To the garage that you change into. That I'm going to change into today. Really? Huh?
12: Yeah.
6: Interesting. Just in case. Now, do because you do that normally? The I don't mean I, I don't mean get dressed in the garage. No, like no, no. Just having an no. affair, and you got to get the smell of it. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> the, no, no,
7: no. The,
3: no. the perfume. Because the perfume shirt stays because, in the garage. You know what? Like to be honest with you, we're pretty isolated from yes. everybody else in the world, right? Yeah. I park in the garage at home, and then right. I park in the underground garage here in this building. Yeah. So. I don't have to be outside at all. The most quote-unquote outside is walking from my car to this studio, but it's still right. all indoors. But do
6: you normally, like in a, in a non-coronavirus Absolutely not. World, I
3: still wear the same
11: clothes all but, day. But you wear the same clothes all day?
3: All day. Okay. Sit on the couch, lay on the yeah, couch,
7: okay, whatever. Okay,
11: okay, I've always immediately, as soon as I get in, I always immediately get into my pajamas. It's just always how I've been. That's sexy. Like the minute... Thank you. Matthew must not be able to keep his hands off you. <laughs>
7: Yeah, more legit thought he's, he's <laughs> catching compliments. <right> now. <laughs> I know, yo, yeah, yo, you got so
3: excited, bro. Right. There's nothing,
6: <laughs> nothing a man, nothing a man wants to see more uh, than when he gets home after a hard day at five thirty, six 6 o'clock, sometimes 7 when Matthew's working late, is to come home and see his husband on the couch with bedhead in his pajamas already, already.
3: Bedhead, he got you at know
6: 11 it. a.m. <laughs> uh, it's so hot. I thought
11: Roz was serious. Uh, it's so
6: hot. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, somebody texted 925-555. to work harder for your man, more. You really do. You gotta I take work a shower, harder for him. I take a shower every day, but I wear the same pajamas for about a week but in the morning I change into regular clothes so I
6: don't feel weird. See, I do some of my best sweating at night when I'm sleeping.
3: Yeah? Yeah.
11: Yeah, but that's that's sleep sweat.
6: I know, but I'm just saying that's why I don't wear pajamas. What do you wear? Let alone pajamas for a week. What do I wear? Nothing. Wait. Wait, hold on. Fully naked in bed? Why are you whispering? <laughs> Again, I said this 30 seconds ago. You gotta work harder for your man, Maureen. Yeah, I am, okay? I'm covering up. You can't wear a two-piece <laughs> to bed and expect action. Yeah. It's too much work for him.
3: <laughs> We're in a full pajama
11: oh, suit. So oh my a, god. A naked sweaty man is better? What? A naked sweaty man is better? Let me ask you that question. Yes it is. Yes it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: We got a text at 925-555. Hold on, my CD player here is not working, and I'm going to get it working in a second. What's going on over there? Uh, Because I want to read to you the text that we got based on the question that you threw (laughs) out there to people.
6: So, everybody's at home. Everybody's working from home. And we're all washing our hands, but I don't think there's a lot of other washing going on. You know what I'm saying?
3: I I, wash every day. I'm like... The opposite where I I wash my hands way more and I still maintain a shower every single day.
6: I think a lot of people are sitting around the house wearing the same clothes every day. I know Miley. Miley Cyrus is doing an Instagram live with fans. She says she's wearing the same track pants for five days. So we'd said, you can be anonymous. You don't have to say your name, but we want to know the filth, the truth. If you've been wearing the same clothes over and over again, or if you've gone days without showering. 925-555. Let us know how gross your isolation program is.
3: I've had the same boxers on for five days, but I take them <laughs> off for my PJs that I've also used for five days. So
6: hold on. You you get that. You take your boxers off. What number is that? Is that Maury's number?
3: No. Three one. Uh, is that your number, Maury? That's not your number, is it? No. <laughs> what? Call it? I'm a guy with my phone? Come on, man. Be
6: serious. Is this you or no? Is this you? Yes, of course. I knew it was. I knew it was. How'd you know? I knew. I knew it was. Who else? What other human being do you think of? Would would wear boxers for five days. I don't know how... Let and then take their sure boxers off to put pajamas on, and then the next morning wake up the, and put the same boxers these back are the on same again. B-
3: uh, boxers that you wipe your boogers on too, right? Yeah, but
6: also more. You're not isol- you? You're not. You're going out to work every day. Yeah. We're talking people who like are just staying home that don't have to
3: face the world every day, man. Somebody texted and said, I've been wearing the same underwear for two months unrelated to corona. <laughs> Shut up. <People laughs> come on are, now. Come on. Proof. Yeah, come on but now.
6: Man, if we weren't isolating, <laughs> I would tell you to come in here. <laughs> if we were allowed to have guests, I would need to see the state. No, nah, nah. Yeah, I would. For oh, 100%. I'm so no. fascinated with that. No. I would need to see no. what you would take them that's off That's how you s-
3: start. Two months ago was January. That's how you started 2020?
6: Man, I'll tell you, this. Uh, whenever they do take them off, they're going to have to chase them around the house for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Catch them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wearing the same underwear for two
0: months, unrelated to
6: Corona. Wow. Okay. So that's a lot then. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, no, but I really do. Because I've. I, you see people and there's shots of them from home, like... Every now and then somebody decides to, you know, they, they're brushing their hair and everything, but there's just a, there's a real relaxed nature to the whole thing my, right uh, now.
11: My husband's working from home. Matthew's in And, and home. what does he do? Is he getting up and showering everything? No, he has a, like, he has a beard now. He has a, oh, so he's not, so he's letting go completely of everything. Oh, it's all like I, I'm See? going home to a whole
6: new man. There you go. That's what we're doing.
3: <laughs> That's what you've always wanted to do.
0: <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the Rosamoka Show. Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you today? Good. Lisa, you wrote us this. Rosamoka fixed my
6: life. My sister and I have a non-existent relationship, and my problem with her is that she doesn't give me an ounce of respect. We are 10 years apart, and ever since I moved home from university and got a boyfriend, she is constantly invading my privacy. I've tried confronting her before, and she has given me the same BS excuse. I tried getting my mom to talk to her, and nothing gets through. Your boyfriend, you say, is getting upset over her actions, too, and is putting stress on your relationship. What should you do? Is the sister older or younger? She's older. She's older. Okay. How old are you?
13: I'm
3: 25. 25. She's 35, and everyone still lives at home, obviously. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you said that you confronted her before. She's given you the, the same BS excuse. What excuse is that?
13: Um, that she's the older sister and she's trying to protect me. And that when I told her that I felt disrespected, that she literally didn't care. She says, like, I should be careful with who I'm dating and all this bullshit. So I'm like, uh-huh. I can date who I want. Like, I love my boyfriend. Like, he's amazing. Treats me like a princess. Wait, so. stop
3: for a second. Lisa. Yes. Yeah. Does your sister have a problem with you living at home or has a problem with you having a boyfriend or have a problem just with your boyfriend?
13: I think she has a problem with me with... I think she has a problem with my boyfriend.
3: Yeah. Ah, I will.
6: Okay. So what was the dynamic like when you guys were younger, when she was 10 years older than you and you were young and she was a little bit older. Was your, was your mom around a lot? Was your dad around a lot? Was she given a lot of responsibility to sort of step in and help raise you?
13: Yeah. And and I think that's why she has to have that protective demeanor around me because she did have to babysit me a lot. Um, Mm a lot of times when both my parents were at work and no one was there to pick me up after school, she always had to do it. Like She yeah. had to cancel plans with her friends, right?
6: Here's here's my thoughts on this, is that I think that it's equal parts resentment and equal parts um, a non-existent sibling relationship. So I yeah. think that there's a part of her that resents you a little bit, and it's and it's leftover resentment from when you guys were kids, because she had to mum her baby sister um, when she should have been doing other things that 15 year olds want to do.
12: So I I think
6: that there's a lot of resentment there, uh, which is not your fault. Okay. You didn't, you didn't ask for that. That was put on her. So I think that it's, it's resentment towards your mother and she's taking it out on you. And then the other half of it is that she's just so used to this relationship dynamic of where you guys were never able to be siblings because she also always had to be a parental figure to you that she's never treated you like a sister. She's never come to you. you you've never been able to go to her and ask for that sort of sisterly advice because you've never had that relationship. So I think that if you're going to do anything is to sit down and have this conversation and be compassionate about it, you know, be compassionate over the fact that, you know, it must have really sucked for her when she had to basically mum her little sister. And unfortunately, that relationship, now that you're both grown, has turned into something that has never resembled a proper sibling relationship, let alone the proper sibling relationship that you'd want with her.
7: Yep.
3: Hey, Lisa, do you have any other siblings between you and your sister?
13: I do have an older brother, but uh-huh. he's moved out, and he just doesn't give
3: a no. Oh, okay. No. Is he older <laughs> than your sister, or is he, like, in between? No, he's a middle child. And, and, oh, okay.
6: And, and, I, and I bet there were times when you guys were younger where your older sister, who was left to do a lot of the mothering with you, asked the older brother for help, and he blew her off. And then she had to, again, do all the work, Right. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, so she's mad at your mom and she's mad at your brother and she's taking it out on you because you ruined so much of her childhood. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's not fair.
6: You put
13: it like that. Yeah, that's not yeah. fair.
6: Okay. It's not. It's, and it's not fair. And, but it's not fair for her. You know what I mean? It's, it's not fair. It's not fair that she had to go through that. So I think that you guys, if your mom's not going to step in and help, because I'm sure your mother yeah, feels your mother guilty about, feels this. about this. Of course she yeah. would. Um, so I think that you have a, you, you sit down and have a conversation with your sister about this and, and be compassionate with it. You know, don't, don't be a, don't be aggressive and you're both grown now and don't come at it about her behavior. Uh, let her know that the thing that sort of breaks your heart is that you don't have the relationship with your sister that you hope that you would have or that, that you would one day love to have. Don't, don't make it about her behavior. Make it about your relationship. Yeah.
3: One final thing, Lisa. Yep. Did your sister graduate college or university? Does she have a boyfriend? Does she got a job right now? What's going on with her?
13: So she did graduate like years ago. Um, She does have a really good job. So she's currently, um, she actually purchased a home. So she's moving out within months. Oh, so problem a lot solved. Of exactly. <laughs> so that's why it's not that bad. Oh, uh, okay.
3: So, no, the reason why I asked those questions yeah. is because I, I just wanted to know if maybe a part of it as well is jealousy. You know, you're having some of this stuff that she kind of wants as well. And she's just mad that being the 10 year older sibling, she doesn't have what you have.
13: Exactly. And she doesn't have a boyfriend currently right now. So I think a lot of the stuff that she does Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of out of jealousy because my boyfriend does treat me so well, and he does show it in front of my parents.
6: So mm-hmm. have that conversation with your sister, but be yeah. compassionate about it. She had she had it rough having to yeah. having to mother you. She did.
13: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, Lisa. Awesome. Thanks, guys.
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: Um, what happens though <clears throat> during all of this shutdown and self isolation and social distancing? What happens to the people? Who are trying to break a world record. I'll give you an example. Okay. Jeff Wrights.
3: His name is Jeff Wrights? Yeah. R E I T Z. Oh, okay, okay. Jeff Wrights. I thought you meant like Jeff Wrights. Was on a streak
6: of uh-huh. visiting Disneyland. When Disneyland shut down. Yeah. He was on day two thousand nine hundred and ninety five. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, in a go. row sorry bro in a row <laughs> your streak is done that's what he says too he's they were asked you know how are you going to consider this when Disneyland reopens like are you going to just continue on with that number and he said quote no the streak has been ended
3: yeah that ticker <laughs> so goes back to one it goes back to one <laughs> 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 that sucks dude
6: yeah that really I sucks I know he was two, he was day 2,995 oh, visiting no. Disneyland yep yeah, I know it's tough. It's hard on everybody. I know.
7: <laughs> yeah,
3: the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Uh,
4: this is Matt calling. What's up, Matt? Uh, I just wanted to call. So I was listening to last week's podcast, and you guys had that Trump's breathing segment. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to say how alike it was to Maury when he
6: was sleeping in that haunted hotel. <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh wow.
6: God. wow! I was wondering if you could throw them side by side. Okay, well, this requires a lot of explaining, man. Uh, so when Trump was doing his coronavirus um, speech last week, Mocha isolated all the weird times that Trump breathes because he is a just like he's so heavy breathing and it's yeah. weird, a
3: weird inhale.
6: Yeah, <gasps> right. Yeah. It was like he's awful. gasping for air, and so you want us to play that back? with when damn it Maury went to a haunted hotel room. Was it, in Winnipeg? Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly that this haunted hotel room in Winnipeg, and he recorded himself while he was sleeping and then woke up when there was a ghost in the room. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, and yes. so, so you want us to play Maury's breathing from the haunted hotel. Then we have to play some of the haunted hotel, too. Oh, we can't just God. play the breathing part yeah. of the haunted hotel.
3: <laughs> also, which I think, you know, Roz and I pretty much determined that you weren't really sleeping, Maury. No, morning. Maury's the worst so. actor. Fake.
11: It's, it's honestly so, so upsetting fake. that I have to defend this uh, every time we bring it up. The ghost's name is Kate. yeah, And it is, honestly, it's known as the most haunted hotel room in Canada. Okay,
6: why don't we just let the people decide instead yeah. of having you jabber on it I always fake. speak
11: for the people.
6: Okay, Fakes. Okay, Fakes so we're going to let you go. And, uh, yeah, we'll do, yes. Yes, we can. So you have, I know you have the Trump thing right there. Okay, so, Matt, uh, your uh, wish is our command.
3: Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. You're the best. So...
6: Okay, so what do you have first?
3: Oh, this was uh, Trump. Breathing. Okay. Weirdly.
12: My fellow Americans. Stay home. Coronavirus. 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 God bless you and God bless America. Thank you. (laughs) There is one part in there where he snorted, right? Sounded (laughs) like a
3: little snort. Yeah. For sure. Uh and then we transition over to Dan Maury, who this
6: again was when Maury was in Winnipeg and he was at a hotel that was supposedly a haunted hotel. And there was a ghost that lived in this particular room called Kate.
11: It's the uh, the Frank Gary Hotel. Okay.
6: Yeah. And you went in and you stayed in the haunted room. That's right. right? And so Maury room was seventeen oh one. Maury came back and said that he recorded himself while sleeping, and then was awoken by Kate the Ghost.
7: <laughs>
3: yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, my
7: God. <laughs> Are you
3: kidding me?
6: Holy
7: <laughs> f-
11: <laughs> The room just got so cold. I'm, 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 I'm getting off the bed. Oh, my God. I'm now lying on the floor. I totally saw Kate at uh-huh. the end of my bed. Uh-huh. Woman. White dress is now gone. Uh-huh. Wow! <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. No, I can't. I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> no, you're not. You liar.
3: Uh, <laughs> sound like Porky Pig. I'm, 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 I'm getting. I can get You
7: didn't
3: know for damn sure. As soon as all that was over, that all that nonsense, you just like closed your eyes and went right back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm getting <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> That's legit Porky Pig. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm getting off some okay, Right? Yeah, Come on now. Go
6: back to when he's sleeping again. And listen to the snort. much like Donald... <sniffs> <laughs> <laughs> you don't sleep like Who that. sleeps like that? You don't sleep
3: like that. What do you have to say for yourself? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm getting off some <laughs> Come on, man. Just like Porky Pig. Tell me
5: it's
11: not.
0: I'm getting the But I've got a very important
11: appointment. I'm getting the The boy sat
5: me the chair next to the desk. I'm getting the Even
11: in
4: Spanish. Even in Spanish.
6: porky? You Spanish. in Spanish.
3: porky?
0: This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Happy Jersey, everybody!
0: Get crazy, get wild, let's party, get loud. If you wanna have fun, do so.
11: right. If you wanna have fun, do something. Get crazy,
6: get wild. Let's just address these sort of younger millennials and Gen Zs right now,
11: oh, okay? Yeah. Oh,
3: here we go. You can keep that going. You can keep that going. Oh, hell yeah. I think this is the dirty version with all the squares. Oh, okay. Never mind that. I just want to play that one part.
6: All you younger millennials and Gen Zs out there.
3: Who want to get crazy and get wild. All
6: the work you did, your hard work with OK Boomer, and all your hard work with getting uh, people to care about the environment. (laughs) (laughs) And getting people to care about issues and all this other stuff. Let me tell you something right now. You're ruining it all. You're undoing all your hard work because you can't stay in the bloody house. Um, Every day there's more video of people in their early 20s who are partying like it's the end of the world. And I'm not saying that if it actually was the end of the world, I wouldn't be out there partying too. Okay?
3: But Roz... Coronavirus isn't going to affect me. Okay.
6: That's not I'm true. Young. No. I'm healthy. It's not true. And then and then what happens is you get things like yesterday where what was trending was coronavirus challenge where everybody's like staying in. It's not a meme, man. Okay. And at the end of the two weeks, you're only going to do your 14 days. And I know at the end of the two weeks, you're going to be like, whoo, did my 14 days. And then yeah. you're going to come out and you're going to start hanging out again. It doesn't work that way. Not and at all. Listen to this clip. These were a bunch of... Uh, spring breakers. This is crazy. In uh in Miami, which by the way, they're still partying like crazy. No, they are down not. There. Yes, they are. If
4: I get corona, I get corona. At the end of the day, I'm not gonna let it stop me from partying. You know, I've been waiting. We've been waiting for Miami spring break for a while. About two months we've had this trip planned. Two, three months. We're just here having a good time. Whatever
1: happens, happens. Like it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're it way out of proportion. I think it's doing way too
12: much. Doing us bad. We need a refund. This virus ain't that serious. It's serious. It's more serious things out there like hunger and poverty. And we need to address that. Yeah,
5: I mean we planned this a long time ago and it was kind of up in the air if we still go, but like we're here. I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party, so it's kind of disappointing. But we're just making the most of it. We met these other people. I mean, God. it sucks, but we're going to make the best of
9: it. We're enjoying ourselves. It sucks. And I'm from New Orleans, so this really sucks. However, we're going to enjoy ourselves. We're having day parties all day. It's my birthday,
5: St. Patrick's Day. Turn
4: up. We're just trying to roll with the boy. We're just living for the moment. We're just going for We're just going to do what happens, when it happens. When stuff closes, we're going to do it when it closes. But uh, uh, besides that, we're just trying to have the best trip we can. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, so they, they put a curfew <laughs> in,
6: right? So there's a curfew in. So uh-huh. they're just getting drunk and hanging out with everybody, hundreds of people, thousands of people, during the day so that's Miami and I know what you're saying Oh, it's just like you know crazy American kids right yeah. so let me play you this clip now from students at Queens in <gasps> Kingston oh this this was this was when they wouldn't stay inside for St. Patrick's Day oh listen, to th- no. listen to this from global We're in a
3: global pandemic parents want me to come home I ain't going nowhere global <gasps> news asked dozens of students if they're worried that partaking in this year's St. Patrick's Day party will help spread COVID-19
5: yeah, you, you know what? I'm not worried. I know it will. Like it's not like like it's not this it's not a question. <laughs> that's, that's that's not a question cuz I'll it, it will definitely spread the disease. No oh worry about it. It's, uh, just chilling it's Canada is very
8: it, strong it up, medically right So we believe it right it's better
13: I have a compromised immune system But I'm still only 21 But I'm not even worried Because I just take supplements <laughs> And like I self-medicate So it's fine uh, I'm from Scotland I've travelled 3,000 miles And obviously the fact that The virus is happening Is not going to stop me From getting absolutely
11: steaming Try not to touch people Try to stay away from large crowds um, Obviously I'm not trying to be a party pooper You know if you're gonna, if you want to go out Go out But obviously better to be safe Than sorry in this case Craig Kroos, Global News. Yeah. Thanks, man.
3: Oh okay, so my that's Kingston. God. So again, okay, just Yo, to- everybody in Kingston, by the way, because the Raza moga Show airs in Kingston. Yeah. Shout out to KISS 1027 in Kingston if you're listening to us out I'm there. I'm just
6: I'm just saying, all the hard work that you guys did with OK Yo, Boomer and the, the environment right and everything else, all you millennials, you younger millennials and Gen Z, you're undoing all of your hard work because you can't not party. Okay? All, everything
3: that you've done, all the steps you've made, you're undoing it all. Yeah. You're undoing it all. And the one thing we always stress, it's not about you as an individual and how healthy you are and how much weed you smoke or how else you How self- many supplements you take. Medicate, how many supplements <laughs> you take, right? It's the people around you. It's the other people that you're interacting with on a daily basis. Yes. It's your parents. It's your grandparents who are going to be affected by this. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yes, you may get coronavirus and be able to survive, but a senior citizen on the flip Bro. side may get coronavirus and will most likely die.
6: Bro, if if this killed... 21-year-olds at the same rate that it kills 65-year-olds, right? Yeah. You're telling me that if somebody saw somebody's grandfather with four other guys on a golf cart playing golf one day, that millennials wouldn't have that person canceled?
3: Oh. they go in. Oh. So quickly they oh. go in. Oh, they would go in hard. Listen, we're like... Crisis level <laughs> a thousand right now. And we know you want to party, right? Hundred percent. Okay? We know but you want to party, just for the next little while, scale just, it back. Stay indoors. Yeah. Let's take care of each other. You got to
6: party alone, and you can't have all those people over to your house. No. Okay. I got one girl on the floor. She's like, "Yeah, we met these people on
3: our floor." No, stop meeting people. <laughs> okay. Stop
0: Isolation, meeting people, everybody. I know.
3: Take stop. care of yourselves. Thank take you. Take care of each other. Okay. This
0: is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Things in the city of Toronto are changing every single day, hour by hour, but there is still a ton of questions.
6: As we know, Mayor John Tory, who's currently self-isolating after a recent trip to London, England, and uh, is here to sort of, I don't know... God, sometimes listening to politicians helps. Sometimes it really does. And people, Trudeau was like late for that press conference yesterday and people wanted the man's head. Yo, 40 you know he said? 40 minutes, not acceptable, no, not but I'm just all. saying, uh, John Tory in isolation right now.
3: Mayor John Tory. How are you, sir? It's Ron Zamoca. Excellent. How are you guys? Good. good. You sound good. And, for and an honorable
14: who... mention to uh, Maury. Cause I see him all over the place. He's all over town representing <laughs> you guys. I mean, in the uh, way he does, no, you know, no, no,
3: no. he should be at home yes. in isolation.
14: <laughs> Much like well, you that... are, sir. <laughs> you know what? No joking. <laughs> (laughs) about the isolation. He should be at home in isolation all the time. Yes, thank you.
7: (laughs) Thank
3: you. Uh, Mr. Mayor, honestly, like with the announcement of you know, everything in the city kind of shutting down slowly one by one every single day, why can we not just shut the entire city down once and for all?
14: Well, these are the discussions we have every morning, and as you've seen it's been a kind of a gradual increase in the things that are shut down, with the view only being to limit uh, the social interaction people have with each other because of the spread of the virus. But if you think about it, We need to have the grocery stores open. We need to have the pharmacies open. Uh, we need to, we've been having a discussion every day about the transit because that's an obvious question people ask. But if you think about the transit, uh, the healthcare workers who are looking after people who are getting sick, uh, are having to get to work. The people who work in the uh, homes for the senior citizens, they have to get to work. So we're doing a very careful balancing act that is sort of saying on the one hand, you close as many things as you can, which I believe we have done, especially after yesterday. Uh, but on the other hand, you can't, you know, you can't shut, for example, the transit just uh, ca- in a cavalier manner because there are so many people that have to get to work and that are needed uh, to help us get through this crisis. So most of all, we're, we're really depending now on the cooperation of people. You know, we can shut things, but the easiest way to do this is if people decide on their own, they're going to stay home, they're going to limit their ventures out even to the grocery store or the pharmacy uh, to a bare minimum because that's what will help us to slow down the uh, increase uh, in the number of people with this virus.
6: Every time we sort of start to think that we're getting ahead of it because of great decisions that are being made i see a video like i did yesterday where the beaches in florida are packed and i just start wondering how many of those people are from here you know that are going to be flying back in the next couple of days like is this something that we're going to have to start to live with eventually before it fully Well, I, goes away, I, I, you know? I don't know. I
14: hopefully won't have to live with this for too long. These things have come and gone like SARS. And, uh, you know, the key is to have the ability to get through them with as few people sick and, and frankly, a few people, as few people losing their lives as possible. And that's what all this is, uh, you know, designed to do. But, uh, you know, there were a lot of people who left and, and I'm not being critical of them, but they left say, last Friday, and it was all over the news that if you're leaving, you're going to have to self-isolate when you get back. Uh, People were being advised by the government not to travel, and they did, so fair enough. Now when they come back, uh, we're going to have to have a better job uh, that's being done at the airport to uh, give them information to say to them, you must self-isolate. You have to then uh, go into your home and spend 14 days, as I'm doing, because I was in England and I left before this really became as acute as it is today, uh, and, and you have to stay out of circulation so that if there's any chance you've got this virus on the beach or anywhere else that you're not going to give it to other people here so uh, you know it's a change in our behavior for sure a big change and we hope people make big changes in their behavior for now uh, so that we can get through this and get back to uh, I've said for example I will proclaim St. Patrick's Day too uh, sometime in the spring when we're when we put this by I promise we will have a big celebration we will hoist green beers together but today no celebrations. celebrate at home we'll do the partying sometime in the spring when this is all behind us
3: it's uh it's the ronza Zamogi show and we're talking to mayor john tory right now uh, there's a lot and and, and and
6: maybe you can fill in the blanks here of what is sort of falls on the city and and the, and the province but there's just a lot of people who live in this city that the thing that they're most terrified of is the fact that they're either a going to lose their job or 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 be not be able to recover from this financially What do you say to those
14: people? You are right about that. I had three long uh, consultations on the phone yesterday with representatives of the hotel industry and the tourism industry and the film industry just to start, and I'm doing tech and the arts and so on today, and on we go. Their biggest concern was about their people. Uh, You have, for example, in in, in groups of people like actors who fit within both groups, the film industry group and the restaurant group, because they often make ends meet by uh, waiting on tables when they're not acting. So uh, we're doing a number of things as governments. We're going to get the federal government, and they, they indicated a willingness to extend the employment insurance program so that it protects people. We're going to take a look at our rent bank that we have at the city, which helps people when they can't make their rent. But, you know, again, I am calling on landlords, for example, to, you know, show special consideration for their tenants generally. And I'm going to be gathering them together by phone, too, to ask them this formally. But, you know, it's not going to put those landlords out of business to show a couple of months of uh, leniency to their tenants if they're struggling because they're out of work and that's the kind of thing we're going to have to do again it's like i was saying a minute ago beyond government orders let's just act like torontonians and canadians do look after each other show some support for each other and the governments are going to be there to provide that kind of support too including for Small businesses. So they should be given leniency by their landlords. Uh, Because, you know, if you've got a restaurant, we've told you to close, and you do close, and you're good citizens in that respect. Uh, If you have no revenue coming in, but the landlord still calls and wants the rent, I mean, how are you supposed to pay? Exactly. We don't want those, you know, the landlord should think about this. If those restaurants are gone in a month because they just go out of business, they'll have no tenant after this is over.
6: Quickly before we let you go, you're in isolation right now. Now, are you waking up every morning and getting dressed up like the mayor, or are you sitting around in a robe all day?
14: It's a very funny story. Funny you should say that because I've been going on television uh, from here uh, using my iPad, and I I thought I was going to put on a tie just because I thought, well, people expect me as the mayor to look like I've got a tie on. And my team quite rightfully said to me, "Look." who sits around their house in isolation wearing a tie? So,
7: so, I, so I,
14: I, have, I have put on a jacket, uh, and, and so I'm wearing a, a jacket and a shirt. Now, the only thing you guys don't know when I'm on TV from home on the iPad is, am I wearing any pants? And I'm going to leave that with no comment.
3: <laughs> Mayor John Tory, uh, thank you so much for taking time out of what I can imagine is a extremely busy day to join us on the Moga Show and to speak to the city of Toronto. We really appreciate it, man.
14: And thank to the people for all the cooperation they're extending. Uh, we're going to get through this as quickly and as well as we can. Thank you, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
3: Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. You? Good. Do you have a second to talk about the text that you sent? Sure. Okay, so I'm not going to read your full text because I want you to tell us what you wrote, okay? I'm just going to start it off by saying I'm an officer at one of the land borders in Niagara Falls. Okay. And... Your text to us I think is pretty important to get out to the rest of the country because the borders are closed.
1: Can I keep my name out of it? Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Of
3: so in your text you said our airports have prohibited non-essential travel, but our land borders are still in the process of finalizing the process. What has your experience been like? What have people been saying to you and how have things been so far?
1: Um 99% of the traffic is like people coming back from Florida. Uh, Dominican Republic, like all their March break trips being cut short.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: But you do have the odd people that are showing up that just left Toronto or St. Catharines or anywhere in between. And they'll just go over to a fast food place or go get beer because it's cheaper there. And they are putting everyone at risk by.
3: So nobody, crossing- nobody crossing the border non-essential travelers they're not like taking the the self-isolation seriously
1: oh no there and then there's people that are we've had a couple people call in too and they're like hey i want to go do this i want to go visit my boyfriend like am i going to be able to come back and our superintendent was basically saying like yes but you're going to have to self-isolate when they come back and they're like oh well i mean are you gonna like follow me home and make sure i do that and obviously they're like no but you're you're supposed to. And they're like, well, you're not going to come arrest me, right? No? Okay. Well, then I don't care.
6: Yeah. People don't care. And that's what we were saying earlier. They just don't care. Can I go visit my American boyfriend? You know what I mean? As
1: of midnight last night, um, basically, they were saying uh, that this is all said and done like airport like mode, uh, like air mode, but land border, like we didn't get any. Like I worked 17 night shifts um, straight and I still have another five shifts to go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, it's very hard because it's all, like, uncharted territory, right? And uh, I know I'm going to go to sleep. I just got home from work. I'm going to go to sleep, wake up, and it's going to be a whole new thing when I go in
3: tonight. When somebody says, hey, I want to go visit my American boyfriend, mm-hmm. you can only encourage them to not do that, turn around, go home, self-isolate. But yep, so legally, right only, legally yeah. you still, if everything checks out— You could let them through, right?
1: Uh, Technically, yeah. So, uh, like last night, there were Americans coming in to come visit family, and as of last night, we still couldn't stop them land mode. So right now, it's all they're they're in talks right now, and then when I go in tonight, I'll probably need the new direction. But the last you know week of them urging people not to do. Um, travel that's not essential. You still have people that were going and doing things that shouldn't be done, right?
6: Like that cheap beer in Buffalo, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, go get their five cases of beer at Duty Free or whatever, yeah. right?
3: Yeah, <laughs> super cheap. <laughs> super if cheap I'm i such a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a good deal. Well, uh, thank you for texting. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to uh, chat with us. If there's one message that you want to give to everybody out there right now who thinks that you know what i'll be fine i'm only going over the border for a couple of hours and go get me some cheesecake factory hit up the mall Oof. go get me my beer and come right back home uh what do you want to say to them
1: wash your hands <laughs> stay home please and take it seriously and that's it just yeah. get your your information from a good source and just stay healthy
3: amazing thank you Fair very enough. much go get some sleep
1: thanks have a good day
3: this is the Roz and mocha show podcast
0: Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Aha! Let's do the news. A Roz and
9: Mocha show and Kiss 92.5 News break.
6: Uh, Kid Rock closes his Nashville bar to help protect uh, the public health. So this was a big thing because yesterday they said that they would not be closing up their restaurants until it was a statewide mandate mandate that directed all bars and restaurants to close. They said that it was unconstitutional, uh, but now they have in fact closed. <laughs> Kid Rock said it was yeah, yeah. Now they have wow. in fact closed uh, Kid Rock's Honky Tonk and Tootsie's Honky Tonk Central Hold on, in Nashville. Sorry, say that again. Yeah, What's the name it, of the place? The two places are called Kids Rock Kid Rocks Honky Tonk uh-huh. and Tootsie's Honky Tonk Central. Okay. Those are the two, okay. those are the two bars. Okay. <laughs> Only so Kid Rock. Okay, so Kid Rocks and Tootsie's in Nashville have, okay. both <laughs> have both officially have have closed. Uh Kevin Durant and three other New York or New York Nets? Is that who it is? Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. thank you. Uh, Kevin Durant and three other Brooklyn Nets uh, have tested positive for coronavirus. Kevin Durant is among them. Uh, He's the only one that was named. uh, How did KD
3: uh, get corona when he's been like not
6: playing at all this season. Says uh, of the four, one player is exhibiting symptoms while the others are asymptomatic. I guess they all
3: still like hang out together and stuff. Yeah,
6: all four players are presently isolated and under the care of team physicians. Uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio's reaction to this was, quote, we wish them a speedy recovery, but with all due respect, an entire NBA team should not get tested for COVID-19 while there are critically ill patients waiting to be tested. Test should not be for the wealthy, but for the sick. You go, Gov. Yeah. Do you think you're famous enough to get tested for COVID, Maury? No. No, you're not. I don't think you are. No. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you shaking your head yes? (laughs) Uh, Vanessa Hutchins may be the first uh, celebrity to get corona canceled. So she was doing a, a live chat with her fans the other day, and when asked about coronavirus, said this.
10: Yeah, till July sounds like a bunch of I'm sorry, but like, it's a virus, I get it, like, I respect it, but at the same time, like, even if everybody gets it,
5: like, yeah, people are gonna die, it's just terrible, but like, inevitable?
3: So that She was just doesn't her, get it, huh? No.
6: Um at all. But she's fully her character from Spring Breakers, right? Like she's like she's grown into the character from Spring Breakers. Uh so here's her apology sort of.
10: Hey guys, so yesterday I did an Instagram live and I realized today that some of my comments are being taken out of context. Um it's a crazy time. It's a crazy crazy time and I am at home and in lockdown and that's what I hope you guys are doing too. Yeah, I don't take the situation lightly. By any means, I am home. So stay inside, y'all.
6: And the reason... I still don't think she gets it. The reason She's 31 was trending yesterday was because initially everybody was like, oh, come on, cut her some slack. She's just a kid, right? Yeah. And everybody was like, no, she's 31. No, she's not. Yeah. (laughs) Vanessa Hudgens is 31 years old? Yeah, that's why She's 31 was trending all day yesterday. Because listen, play her first clip and listen to the way she talks because she talks like somebody who's 16. Yeah,
10: till July sounds like a bunch
6: of. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, like, it's a virus. I get it. Like, come on now. <laughs> okay, and, and as soon as she's 31, started trending. you a grown ass woman. People tried to start trending. No, she's like 31.
7: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
6: TikTok apparently tried to filter out videos from ugly people, poor people, and disabled people. What? So the makers of TikTok, the Chinese video sharing app with hundreds of millions of users around the world, instructed moderators to suppress posts created by users deemed, quote, too ugly, poor, or disabled for the platform, according to an internal document attained by uh, an organization called The Intercept. These same documents show moderators were also told to censor political speech Mm. in TikTok live stream, punishing those uh, who harmed, quote, national honor or broadcast streams about the, quote, state organs such as police with bans from the platform. TikTok's moderators were instructed to exclude videos from their For You feed that failed on any of a number of categories the documents show. So users with a, quote, abnormal body shape, users who were, quote, chubby or beast or too thin, or who gave ugly facial looks or facial deformities should be removed, the document says. That's crazy. Uh, uh, Since, quote, if the character's appearance is not good, the video will be much less attractive not worthy of being a recommended video to users. Similarly, the documents show that videos were to be removed from the feed if, quote, the shooting environment was shabby or dilapidated since, quote, this kind of environment is less fancy and appealing. What? A TikTok spokesperson said that the goal was to prevent bullying on the platform. Okay, tying the document to a report in September that showed that the company was suppressing, quote, vulnerable users' videos in a misguided effort to prevent them from becoming the center of attention that could turn sour or bullying.
3: Yeah, right.
6: I'm reading this article in the Wall Street Journal talking about the generational war that's going on right now over the coronavirus. Yeah. There, there's been a, with OK Boomer and everything else, the millennials and the boomers have been fighting constantly just about everything for the past couple of years. And they're accusing, millennials accuse the boomers of ruining the world and the environment and the everything else. And now it's gone the other way because it's the younger millennials who are just not taking coronavirus seriously. And it's all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at pictures from last night in London, England. The amount of people in their young 20s, their early 20s, who are out getting lit for St. Patrick's Day Ooh, in boy. giant groups. Um, people started calling it the... I'll get to that in a second. Uh, in Berlin... Police had to actually go in and shut down 63 bars that refused to close. Wow. And all their patrons were all young, early early to mid, early to mid-20s. This whole Vanessa Hudgens thing yesterday, the same deal, you know, early, early 30s. Um, But you got, listen, you have to, you young people, Okay. You got to take this seriously, and because I know the problem is that they don't, uh, the, the the symptoms aren't the same, and everybody's saying, "Oh, it's it only kills old people," and you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. It's it's but not the good. truth doesn't matter. You just you is have that... to take it bloody seriously. They they, they told everybody at Princeton, Princeton. Yeah. They told there's no more classes, and they told everybody that they had to go back to their dorms, and then they were throwing ragers. They were throwing doomsday parties, mm. right? Like you have to take this seriously. Because you're going to be the reason. Yeah.
3: And the truth is, yes, it will affect old people, right? It will affect your parents and it will affect your grandparents. Yeah. This goes for everybody. Don't think of this as if you get COVID that it's only affecting you. No. It affects everybody around you. It affects people that you live with as well. Yeah. And if somebody, a parent, a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, whoever, if they get it, it's bad news for them.
6: Yeah, they were calling it boomer remover, is what they were calling coronavirus. They were trying to get that trendy. Anyway, just take it seriously, okay? Wash okay. your hands. Wash your, your hands, hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. And while you're at it, wash your butt and brush your teeth, because you can never go wrong with that either. Yeah, right. Just have a clean body. Just Yeah, just be clean. <laughs> just just do your best. Just it's
3: simple. Just, just be clean. Just be clean.
6: Oh, God. They say months of school closures and social distancing is needed to fight this. This, according to uh, U of T, a new study, severe restrictions on public life must continue again for months, not weeks, for Ontario to stifle the upcoming surge of uh, COVID-19 and uh, give the healthcare system a shot at coping with it. Uh Outbreak modeling shows that four weeks of intensive social distancing interventions will be insufficient to suppress the sharp rise in new cases, hospitalizations, and critically ill patients in intensive care. The disruptive measures must continue for more than six months to slash the size of the epidemic peak by more than half and delay it long enough that a vaccine might become available. This is according to the model that they built. Now, the modeling work has not been peer reviewed and the exact numbers should be interpreted with caution they say uh, but the team's findings echo those of scientists from Imperial College in London who found that extreme social restrictions might need to last 18 months in Ooh. the US and in the UK to uh, avert hundreds of thousands of deaths so this is a month 18 months this is, we're now talking according to the U of T and according to the Imperial College in London and, uh, and with uh, experts in the US we are looking at as far as the social distancing practices go we are looking at months not weeks and the fear is that you have a lot of people yesterday you know coronavirus challenge you know trending it's become it's become a, uh, a meme yeah you know the fear is that once everybody gets past these 14 days they're all gonna go whoop it up
3: I did yeah. it I did my 14 days Woo! Yeah, they think, it's, they think it's over
6: yes it's not over no no. We've and been that's, with
3: this for a long time,
6: and that's people. The, that's the problem. Uh, there is a priest in Maryland who is offering drive through confessional. Uh, yeah? A Maryland priest is running a drive through confessional to his uh, parishioners. Is that how you say that? Parishioners? Yeah. Never said that word before. Uh, he says, quote... We're flying by the seat of our pants here, just trying to figure out how to do this. That is according to uh, Reverend Scott Homer of the Saint Edward the Confessor Parish in Bowie, Maryland. So I guess he, he sits on the street, and then people can just drive up to him, roll down your window at a safe distance, and you say start your snitching. thing, and you start stitching, and then he does his thing.
3: Now on and the flip what? side of that, and then what? Then he tells you to like go to parking spot A. I guess. I don't say know. say five hail Marys I don't and then know. dip. On the flip side,
6: a Las Vegas strip bar is offering drive through peep shows. <laughs> Stop
7: it. Get out of here. <laughs> okay? No.
6: Yeah. No. Yep. Uh, so uh, amid the uh, the social distancing uh-huh. and all the restrictions on gatherings and they're saying don't come within six feet of people, uh, down in Las Vegas, they say guests can drive up to the front door and they're going to have dancers six feet away. Yeah. And they'll, you just pull up and they'll, you just, I guess, like, I don't know how they do it. Like a curtain opens or something and then they'll dance. Get out of here. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't know how it works, but it's a, uh, it's a hundred dollars. <laughs> it lasts 10 minutes. Okay. And, uh, and tips are encouraged. <laughs> I'm just, I'm reporting the news, man. Okay. <laughs> man I'm just saying, okay? Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't okay. know. I don't know how you get around that. Uh, Cardi B reveals that she plans to donate the royalties from that uh, coronavirus track. Which, oh, yeah? Which is charting, yeah. Is she so, making,
3: she's making bank? So here, so she
6: tweeted out yesterday that she needed to call her people to find out if she can get coin from this because yeah. it started climbing charts, right? Yeah. Um, and... Somebody on Twitter wrote, hey, if you're all getting royalties off this, maybe you could consider donating part of it to food banks or shelters that are probably flooded with new people helping in, uh, needing help. And then Cardi replied, yes, that's what we're doing. Uh, she goes on to say, though, keep in mind, we don't get money right away. Even months from now, there would be families with financial issues uh, for getting laid off due to the virus. We will donate. So Cardi doing the right thing. Uh, donating money off this. is reportedly self-isolating
7: because
3: he was oh, yeah. partying with Kevin Durant. Oh, no. Has yeah. he been tested? I don't right? know if he's been tested. I saw his IG. He was just like kicking it at home. like Yeah. balls you have champagne. He was with, and-
6: he was with uh, Kevin Durant just eight days ago. Oh, no. Yeah. Partying oh, yeah. At, you for sure got to self-isolate. At a, at a club in LA. Uh, Toronto's medical officer, Dr. Eileen Davila, has this to say, okay? So it, there's rules to social distancing. And there's rules to sort of isolating. And you got to play by the rules. Like you can't fudge the rules, man.
13: Having your friends over for dinner or for coffee is not social distancing. Arranging play dates for your children is also not social distancing. Visiting friends or family in long-term care homes or hospital is not social distancing.
3: Okay. Right? But I thought that was like known already. No, uh, no. Like social distancing means keep your ass home. No, it's just you want to come isolate with me. No, but that's not
7: social <laughs> I, distancing. I know you have to say that's this. That's a to visit people. with friends. Yes. We're not supposed to visit with <laughs> no, friends. No,
6: it's okay. There's a difference. There's a big difference between social distancing and kicking it.
3: okay yeah a huge difference (laughs) stop kicking it with people Uh, adam
6: silver the nba commissioner uh was asked by reporters if he has any news on what the heck is happening with the season
12: i honestly don't know just because i don't have a good enough sense of how long a period this is going to be as i said i mean even the fact that we were using the word hiatus just a week ago and that sort of the implication was a short amount of time I, i think i said last thursday not less than 30 days just to give some guidance to our teams and players. But at this point, I I really don't know.
3: What I do know, though, is that for the Toronto Raptors, we still the champs. Yes, yes. You know who I feel sorry for? What's that? When you look at the stats? Milwaukee, because they've been on a tear. Yep. Right? Yep. And also, not that I should feel bad for LeBron James, because he's a billionaire. Yeah. But for the first time in like forever, the Lakers have made it past the regular season. Right. Right, Right. yes. So now they're not going to get to
6: participate. I know. Whatsoever. I know, I know.
3: And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. First of all, thank you to everyone that submitted your question via Instagram, at kiss925 for Ask Roz and Mocha. I have them all here, Mm -hmm. and we're going to try to answer as many as we can right now. And uh, we're also going to say hello to Jacqueline, who submitted a question. What's going on?
5: Good morning. How are you guys?
3: Doing great. How are you today?
5: I'm good. Okay, can I just start off by saying that Maury's like the biggest creep of life?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. Uh, He literally messaged me.
5: like He was just like, do you have a picture of the guy? Is he hot? LOL. And I'm just like... Wait, wait,
3: wait, 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 Jacqueline, wait. Before we continue with Creepy Maury, I want you to tell Roz what your question is. Like the comment that you made.
5: My comment was, what is like your thoughts on giving somebody a chance who you know in the past has been a cheater?
3: Okay, and you're going through this right now.
5: Yeah, I'm talking to this guy from like, OKC, and like it's a whole thing.
3: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So for everybody listening right now the specifics of Jacqueline's question. This is what she wrote on Instagram. Okay. Would you date someone who you know has a history of cheating on their other boyfriends slash girlfriends? I'm asking as I'm in a bit of a sticky situation right now.
6: So this is not somebody that you have dated before. Like, you're not asking to give somebody a second chance. You're no, wondering, no, no. You're wondering if you should start a relationship with somebody who is, in fact, a known cheater.
3: Yeah. Wow. Okay. So sidebar Jacqueline... When Maury yeah. reached out to you to join us on the podcast, he asked you if you had a picture of this guy that you're seeing out of town and asked if he was hot.
5: Yeah, he asked if he was hot and then I didn't answer and he was like, question mark, question mark. And I'm like, Maury, I'm not going to send that to you. You're married. And he's just like, oh, no, it's just for like me and the guys to see off the show. And I'm just like, oh, uh, yeah, right. This is the <laughs> first
3: time I'm hearing about this. Me too. <laughs> like, was up, like, Maury. I'm what? like,
6: it's
7: bro. Cool.
3: dude, it's, it's for so research. Such it's a rich. liar! <laughs> you are such a liar. How is this the first time we're hearing about this? I just wanted to know what a cheater looks like. Yeah, bro, look at the mirror, bro. <laughs> Get out of here. Good for you, Jacqueline, for not giving up the goods. So, is he hot though? Um, I think he's hot.
6: Yeah. Okay. Well, does that, that makes a difference though?
3: So, where did you guys meet? um okay Cupid, <laughs> okay Cupid, all right, yeah, That's still a thing, yeah, apparently, yeah. okay, so you guys met okay Cupid, and so uh, how, how do you know that he's a cheater?
5: Okay, so my friends went to high school with him, and um, like my friend actually hooked up with him in high school when he was dating some other girl, and then I was yeah. just like. I'm like okay So then like I was kind of like Okay but like High school is like A different thing Like we're older now And then like Somebody else was telling me Like nah He just broke up With some girl The other day And like It's because she found out He was cheating on her So I was like Oh
3: Oh, Wait he found out She was being cheated on by him with you Or with somebody else
5: No Okay well this is the thing So he's messaged me And I didn't like I don't know anything about him So like I was messaging him And then I found out afterwards That he was messaging me While dating somebody else And so like I cut that off At the legs.
6: Uh huh Gotcha
5: But then he was like it's only you. It's always only you and I'm like bull, but like in general what's your like success?
3: Okay. And where where does he live? In in Oklahoma? No, what are from the states? No. Oh, where did you say? She said okay Cupid. Okay, Cupid. okay Cupid. Sorry. So where okay, does he C. live though?
5: Um
6: we
3: live in like Toronto. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know for some reason I thought you said OKC. Okay, <laughs> no, she did. Oh, okay, okay, Cupid. Okay, yeah. sorry. Sorry, like, sorry. Sorry. Like
6: we're all supposed to know what that is.
3: Okay, so sorry. so you guys are still in the same city and he's cheating you think? cheating around right yeah first of all the Dude. answer for me at least is no oh wow. right okay. if i knew somebody had a, a history of cheating mm. then no i wouldn't want to date them
6: okay do you want okay. do you, are you looking at this guy to be like your long-term thing like you want to marry him and have his babies and stuff no okay you want to mess around with him a little bit a little bit there you go oh so
3: that's fine Okay. You, go on, as, long, go on.
6: as long as you go into this knowing that your your heart is not going to get broken uh, there is no problem having the fun that you want to have. Okay. Go for it. Just don't fall in love with the guy because he's oh, no. going to break your heart
5: okay but do you think it's bad karma or like do you think i'm okay
6: no no i would not okay well are you asked like he does he have a girlfriend right now like are you asking if it's okay to be the one he cheats no, with
5: no, no 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 no. but like in general like okay. do you think like i'm gonna get bad karma from like hanging out nah. with a guy who
6: like okay. no no as long as nobody's heart's getting broken right now the only the only risk that you have is you can try and you know and distance yourself and keep you know some of the feelings out of it and do your best to not fall in love all that stuff but even if you guys are just seeing each other Casually, you're messing around, you're all having fun, everybody's good. You may get to the point of where somebody goes, Hey, you know that guy that you're screwing around with? He's screwing around with my friend too. You know, and that hurts, regardless of anything else. That always hurts. It always sucks. So as long as you're okay with that, you know, Mm -hmm. get a little butter on your biscuit. You know what I'm saying?
5: Okay. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you guys so much. Oh, can somebody ask me who my favorite is?
3: Jacqueline, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite?
5: Mocha, 100%. Roz, you give amazing advice, though.
3: Mm, I will agree with that. I will agree with that. But
6: why do you like Mocha better? Because I'm um, not a cheater. Like,
14: oh, and <laughs> I oh, am. No. Oh. No, 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 no! I know that came out wrong. I'm so sorry. No, you, Roz is not a cheater. I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. <laughs>
5: okay, like your energy, like your positivity, is just like it gives me life. First thing in the morning. Oh, so. girl, awesome.
3: thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, being part of the Roz and Mocha Show podcast today. Thanks. You guys stay healthy. All right, you too, girl.
6: Bye. <laughs> Bye. Um, Lester, so when when this went.
3: when this question came through yesterday, now that yeah.
6: she's off the phone. Um, Maury wrote me. Uh-huh. And uh and I wrote him being like, Yeah, get uh get Jacqueline on the phone. That's all good. Yeah. And he wrote and I was like, What's her situation? Is she actually going through something? And he never wrote me back. And I wrote him and I'm like, I'm surprised he didn't ask if he was hot. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
3: Okay. Yeah. I'm always like, but I did. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go All ahead. All right. Uh, Lester asks, with coronavirus here, is Roz ever going to wash his face? Oh, no. Because we've talked about this in the past where yeah. you never wash your face. No, but
11: the True. thing is just don't touch your face. They're saying wash your hands. Nobody's saying wash your face. I know, but I constantly touch my face.
3: One and because w- you're also on television, yeah. you um you use makeup.
11: I never wash that off, though. And
3: you never wash it off, which no. I find extremely surprising. Mm-hmm. But isn't
11: it once a year, once every couple of years, like isn't it you that did a video where you had like a really long in like pimple? No, I didn't do a video of it.
3: What a long pimple! That sounds so <laughs> no. gross. That's oh my god! That's oh my god! Ugh. No,
6: the pimple insert. No, who was a was a long pimple? No, I have and I, and I and okay I, hold on. Yeah. There was a,
3: such thing as a long pimple. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would it be horizontal? on your face or would it be like coming out of your face
6: out of your face like a nipple like,
3: like <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah. that's so gross yeah. it, would, it would look <laughs> like it, you know what it would look like to what? me like okay to me what a long pimple would look like yeah. is if you took a uncooked um, piece of rice and just put it but one of the ends on your face and let the other end just stand off your face <laughs> to me that's what a long pimple <laughs> would look like where it would just sit there like that <laughs>
7: Oh, gross. Right? No, what I
6: have on my face, and I don't know what it's called, but uh, Doctor Pimple Popper, when we had when we had her on here one day, she explained what it was, and I and I keep forgetting the name of it. But I have like um, a broken pore in uh. my face where I have one hole, one pore that's much larger than the other ones, and it collects stuff whether it's makeup, makeup or dirt and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And so like if you if we were touching right now, yeah. I would let you put your finger on this because it feels like I have a marble in my face.
3: But it's just built up gunk.
6: Yeah, and then every couple weeks, I squeeze the hell out of it and the pressure is so extreme yeah. that I could be back two feet from the mirror. Yeah. And when it finally comes out, it's all over the mirror. <laughs>
11: That's so great. Yeah. Ew!
3: Yeah. Is that, how full is it right now?
6: Um. That's pretty full. Yeah, I'll hold up a paper. Do it's it. It's pretty full. No, no, no. I can't. I'm not doing that that's more. So no, gross. because then I get a big bruise on my face. Because in order to get it out, I have to use my knuckles. Like, Ew. I don't even squeeze it like this. Like, I do this with my oh knuckles. Oh, my God. That's in, what she said. in order
11: to... <laughs> Has your family ever watched you do this?
6: Um... Yeah, I think Catherine seen me do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catherine was also the one that popped a cyst on the back of my head. Right? Like, let's not forget about that. <laughs> oh my God,
3: so gross! And my head was
6: coming off, and like big chunks of hair with skin, and she was just like throwing it all in the sink.
11: <laughs> <laughs> as it was,
6: as it was like you made play Yeah. So, what was the question? Long pimple. No, what? No. How did we get there? You get to wash your face. Coronavirus here oh. is Ross
3: gonna wash his face. No. <laughs> 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 that is so gross. Oh my god.
6: Yeah. No, I don't know what it's called. Somebody will, somebody long will, pimple. No, no. Somebody will, the the somebody will, a cyst? No, it's built up and it smells so bad too. Oh, like it, when I do it, when I do it, yeah, when I finally get it all out, if I like if I reach down and then I smell my knuckle after I've done it, yeah. I gag. Like the smell is so bad. Is it the so same bad. smell
11: of, as like under your toenails?
6: No, way worse. Like a no, smell. this is way worse. Way worse. Also, why are
11: you smelling that? No, when you cut your your nails, you never do you smell them. Oh, God, <laughs> who does that?
3: I've worked with a bunch. Does somebody of do that? Disgusting, nasty <laughs> Hold on. people.
6: Like if you if you clip a big toenail off, do you put it to your face and you smell it?
11: Yes. Why? Why do you do that? Because sometimes when I cut, I'm just like I'm curious. <laughs>
6: But you know it's not going to smell good. Well, hold on a second. You said <laughs> sometimes. No, but you you mean like,
11: all the time? No, I've done it like once in a while or something, and I'm just like, I wonder if, what it smells. And sometimes it just smells like cheese.
6: Right. Like you're wondering, like, does it smell better this time? And then every time <laughs> you do it, you're like, no. <laughs> no, it, it smells worse. Yes. Yeah, it's as bad as I thought it was. That's right. I should not have reminded myself oh, of that. That's great. But I did anyway. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: got you. <laughs> I'm so grossed out right now. <laughs> Honestly, we're like 11 minutes into yeah. Ask okay. I'm so gross out. Okay. And that was only the second question I <laughs> answered. <laughs> okay, <let's> keep... <laughs> anyway, see y'all in the next podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You uh, don't do any gross things? Oh, Like, I'm just. You don't have any of those things, though, huh? Do you pick the stuff out from your belly button? I don't get stuff in my belly button. Um, it always comes out. Lint. It always comes out blue. Yeah, but okay, but not
6: like that's just that's just from your shirts. That's not anything gross.
3: No, I'm just trying. I'm just
11: starting off small with. Oh, him. I was
6: going to say let's not let's not go down the road of where we're telling people that it's gross to take the lint
3: out of your belly button. No, no, I'm starting off s-
6: slow with no, mocha. No, mocha does. I don't think mocha does. No, any of that the stuff.
3: only thing actually, you know what? Yes, there is something. What are you doing? The only thing, much like Mori, when he clips his toenails, yeah, right? Yeah. Sometimes, like the back of, my, like if I scratch. The back of my ear, yeah. right? Like I w- even wash behind my ears every single day. Really, huh? Yeah, every single day. But as you get like throughout the day, like you build yeah. up like natural oil on your skin. So if I go and I scratch like behind my ear or whatever, yeah. every now and then I'll like, I'll put it to my you nose. smell it? Just to see what it smells well, like. Does it
6: sometimes smell bad or no?
3: Yeah, does like it, just huh? sour. Yeah. I don't know if it's Just ever smelled, straight up sour. I ever smelled the back of my ear. Okay, here, here, whoa, okay, just wait, just, wait yeah. don't do anything. Wait, wait, okay, okay. okay. Do this. Yeah. Take your index finger. I'm not licking it first. No, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Take your index finger, yeah. and this is for everybody listening no, right don't now as like well. it because it'll change Okay. The okay. Smell. Take yeah. your index finger yeah, yeah, and yeah. put it behind your ear at the very top, at the okay. top of your ear. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And just your ind- and just slide it all the way down but to like the back of your into the crevice.
6: because yeah. it, It's like my, my ears are pretty tight. Yeah. So like and it's hard to get And you'll feel you'll
3: feel like it's pretty greasy. Oh yeah. Right. And now. Now. Oh yeah.
6: Oh, that doesn't smell good at all. Here, more smell
11: these. <laughs> here, come here. That's not I the first time Maurice heard come here, that. Come here, smell my ears. My, it smells like, like just
6: underarm. Here, come here, smell these. Smell
11: these. Ooh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, disgusting, right? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Everybody, every my single ears are person, sore now. every single person does, has has that smell. Because I really Why got in Rosa's
11: there. Why does Roz's smell really kind? of, It's like there. sweaty shampoo. I really? Because
3: I really got in there just now.
11: Oh. What's yours yeah. smell you wanna, like, Mar? Mine just smells like armpit, but Roz was like, smell again? "I tasted it." Yeah. Do you smell again? No. no, oh, okay. I've never, I haven't gagged like that in a long time.
7: <laughs>
11: even with all the mirrors in your house, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not even like in the shower sometimes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, hold on, I need Shum for this one.
6: Okay, Shem, Shem, come join. Yeah. Ask Roz and Mocha.
3: Come here for one second, please.
6: I can't stop smelling my finger.
3: (laughs) Don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to smell anybody's finger. Shem's like, I'm just in the other room, not listening to a single thing. How are you, Shem? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, Shem is a part of the Raza Mocha Show, and Belly underscore 12 wrote... What does Shem do on the show and why is he not on the air slash the podcast? Oh, so I think it'd uh, be very nice to have you join us on the podcast right now to Uh-oh. introduce yourself or reintroduce yourself to people who may not uh, be familiar with you.
8: Yeah, sure. So I've been at KISS for nine years now. Uh, I started out as an intern here nine years ago. Fresh out of school. Which, if you only
6: listen to the podcast, KISS is the station in Toronto and then all the KISS stations across the country where this show airs, right? Yes, absolutely.
8: And, um, yeah, I started out being on air for a little while here. I was on air in the overnights, and I worked my way up uh, doing evenings and weekends, and uh, now I'm here on the Mocha show. So, when you started, what, like... When
6: you say you started, you came here right from school, right? Is that the deal?
8: Yeah, so you I'm were at, still I, in school, right? So I, yeah, I was still yeah. in school. I was a post grad student. Actually, my background is in law, yeah. which is You're weird. Sure? I know. I guess I decided. Did you pass the bar? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't, you didn't, take, didn't the take the bar. bar. I didn't take the bar. Are you didn't take the
3: bar? I didn't know that. Uh, How did you- don't how know. did I not know that? You don't share that information a lot, do you? Well, you
8: know what kind of law? What kind of law were you into? Uh, I was into family law. Oh, that's but it's tough. really heavy. That's tough. It's man. Really, really that's heavy. Tough. How that's many years interested. were you? So I did doing my undergrad, uh-huh. uh, and then I um, took. A what year, does that mean? I don't know what that means. Sorry, So I took my did. I did four year a four year program at Ryerson University. Oh here man, in for Toronto. a law? you did
3: four years. Four
8: years, yeah. And, and then threw it all this. away. And then threw it all away. No, no, no. Honestly, it's still it still kind of comes in handy because I feel like university really teaches you how to think. And then I was, I was always really interested in broadcasting, so I decided to take a post-grad course at mm. a Humber College here in Toronto. And I did that for eight months, and during that time, I got the internship here at KISS 925.
6: And so for anybody wondering what Shem does on, on this show, so this show airs in the mornings in Toronto and the mornings in Kingston... And then it's on in the evenings in like Ottawa, the evenings in Vancouver, uh-huh. and in the evenings in Edmonton. Edmonton. And so it's a bit of a different show. And so what Shem does is takes the show from Toronto and then makes it so it makes sense in the evenings because it's a completely different vibe in the evenings. Yes. Uh, and it's a completely different show, but makes this show make sense for the evening broadcast
8: across the country, right? So That's your job.
11: Do you know legal terms and stuff? I
8: do. I do know some legal terms. Like tertiary? tertiary yes i know mens rea do you know what mens rea is
11: sure do
6: okay i was trying to explain what force majeure means to maury the other day and he just wasn't getting it
8: blew my mind that that
11: would even work that word exist do you know
6: no I actually no oh, know. no no you know what i know do you know what it was most favored nations most favored nations. And that's what i was trying to explain to maury the other oh. day it's a, it's a it's contract lingo more yeah uh no you know what's <laughs> interesting though is i knew somebody years ago who the same thing went into they were they were in law and they had dreams of you know being ali mcbeal right? Mm. They, they thought that it was, you know, just going to be this thing of where you could go in and they, they understood the hours. They understood the sort of pressure. They understood what it took to sort of build your way up in that world. And she finished school and took a summer job at a law firm, really great law firm too. And she lasted a week and she had already, yeah, she lasted a week because, um, the first thing that she worked on and she loved law and loved the idea of law. And then the first thing that she worked on was taking the house away from a single dad. Mm. <gasps> No.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's hard. And then,
6: and then she realized, you know what, there's all sorts of different kinds of law in this world. Yeah. She's yeah. like, and when you're young, you don't get to go and practice the cases and work through the places that you desperately want to. She's like, sometimes you have to go and work for places that take away a house from a single dad. Yes. And and that's what she, her first week doing it, that's what she oh did. And God. she never went back. <gasps> she, and then she got out of the industry completely and is now doing something completely different.
8: Yeah, that was me. I just couldn't do it. I, I remember going to one of the courts Downtown and uh, sitting in with a lawyer and just watching what they do. I mean, they—I mean, lawyers do great work. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I couldn't get in. I couldn't get in, in between, you know, uh, parents fighting for custody of kids. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like that stuff is just way too heavy for me. I I couldn't do it.
6: The idea too, though, of and the, the thing that I find fascinating with lawyers is you can be emotional about something, right? But when you see two lawyers talking who are on either sides of something they, to them, it's just all legal. Like Mm -hmm. there's no emotion in it. And they will like fight and they'll argue and they'll go back and forth and all this stuff. And then literally, they will golf together on the weekends yep. or they will hang out. Like it means nothing to them. It's, it's a like, job. It's, it's just the law, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's all it is. It's just the law and nothing else matters where I don't know if I could take the emotion out of it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if I could be somebody who is only just about the law. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big proponent in like due process and everything else. Like, of course. When, when things get out of hand. But I don't know if I could be that person but like that what if could what if a
3: lawyer is assigned something? to a case where they don't you know I, I'm just taking like thinking of of some episodes of suits that I've seen when a lawyer is assigned to a case where they may not agree with the person that they have to defend. Or agree with that situation, but still, their job is to
6: honestly. I don't even know if that happens as much as it does no. in a show, like Suits. No, well, I if think, you think I think about,
11: like, the people who had to defend Harvey Weinstein, right? Yeah, like,
6: they I... still had to take the job. Yeah, I think you don't have to. No, you don't have to take oh, the no, job. They're, they're not public defenders.
11: They took the job. They
6: took the job because they 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 take the job. One, you know, because of money, obviously, and two, because it's the law, and the law is you get a fair trial, mm-hmm. and there are people out there that it they whether you did it or not, it makes no difference. The only thing that they want to make sure of is that everything was done properly. Absolutely.
8: That's it. Yep. Uh, Rod, is <laughs> Rod is 100% right. It's it's one of the hardest things to kind of separate yourself from the emotion of a case. Like, yeah. can you imagine defending somebody who is an accused murderer? In the eyes of the law and lawyers, they have every legal right yeah. to have a uh, an attorney present and to be defended. Yeah. Whether you think they are guilty I think or not.
11: the thing that would suck the most is, and you see this sometimes, I watch it on like the, the HLN, the legal shows and stuff, is somebody who has gone to jail and you defended them and stuff and you knew they were innocent and they got sent to jail and it turns out they actually were innocent. And I think that's the part that it sucks with the legal system. Yeah, sure.
6: Well, you look at now, you look at Barry Sheck and going back to the OJ trial, Barry Sheck <clears throat> was the one that basically destroyed the um, the dna evidence that the prosecution brought forward Mm -hmm. Um, barry sheck put doubt in a jury's mind about dna evidence and it was the first time really that they had discussed dna in that length during a trial a high profile trial and people still didn't really know what it was and his job was to put doubt in a jury's mind about dna and now Barry Sheck runs the Innocence Project. And oh, Barry, wow. Barry Sheck's life is now getting people who have been wrongly accused out of out of prison. He's the one that got OJ off.
3: Oh, wow. I didn't know he, that. Yeah,
6: Barry Sheck's the guy that got really got OJ off because huh. he took DNA out of the case um, or put doubt in the jury's mind. And now Barry Sheck runs the Innocence Project, mm-hmm. which he's now devoted his entire life to getting people out of prison who have been wrongly accused, which is a crazy turnaround. Yeah, and to, that,
8: and to that point, can you imagine being the prosecutor and you were the one that sent somebody to jail for X amount of years? That's part of the emotion that I could... Personally yeah, not handle. Yeah. It's, it's tough. tough. It's tough. Yeah. Wow. Well, do
11: thank we you, Sean. Do thank we have you. to stand up now when you leave the room? He's not a
3: judge, Maury. <laughs>
11: Jeez. All right. Uh,
3: Crazy Not Rich Asian asks, if Andy Monroe...
7: <laughs> yeah.
3: Maury's dog, the dammit's dog, right, that they just got. If Andy Monroe can talk, what would he say to the dammit's first? Wow. I'm sure... That you guys, it, Maury and your husband, it, Matthew, have had this conversation in the condo.
11: Well, I'm starting to realize that I think, well, maybe not. I, I think Andy likes us because he just follows us everywhere we go.
3: Uh, like I if think I... Andy likes damn it, Matthew.
11: Well, this morning I went into the shower. I closed the bathroom door and he started like crying from outside the bathroom door until I opened it so he could come in. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was because he needed to be with me or if he just wanted to be in the bathroom jeez if he, Andy Monroe I, I think he would say why do you guys argue so much
3: um, what would he say to the damn it's first
11: take me back or why are you why are you two together
6: yeah well I don't think he would have analyzed I mean the, I mean obviously it's clear why you, you two are together because ain't nobody else in the world want either, y'all. <laughs>
7: um,
6: yeah, geez, I don't know. Like, what's the relationship that you have with uh, with the dog now more? Because we haven't actually talked about the dog in a while.
11: Well, it's it's neat. It's kind of cool because Matthew's working from home right now. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Listen to him.
3: I know. <laughs> New mom when you walk in in the morning. <laughs> yeah.
11: When well, like, you come in here. Matthew, I went home the other day and Matthew was lying on the kitchen floor under a blanket with Andy, like they're cuddling and yeah. whatnot. I mean, Andy goes through these moments of terror, but then he goes through the moments where he, like, just wants to, you know, be pet on his tummy. Do you get jealous of Matthew's relationship with Andy Monroe? thousand percent. So we were on the roof (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) You answer that
3: question so
11: fast. So we were up on the roof yesterday (laughs) for his walk, and any time I run back and forth with Andy, Andy will look back to make sure Matthew's there. But then when Matthew takes the leash and goes running back and forth, he does not look back to see if I'm there. Yeah,
7: Yeah.
6: That's Matthew's dog, (laughs) by the way. Yeah, big time. yeah, so on dog. the roof
11: yesterday, I said to Matthew, I'm like, I really feel as though I bought you a dog. Yeah, you did. <laughs>
3: not, yeah, yeah. not I really feel, yeah. take out yeah. really feel, Yeah, more you, you bought yeah. Matthew a dog. You waited 12 years
6: <laughs> for oh, Matthew no. to say, yes, you can buy me a dog. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Hey, you know, I have a great idea, Maury. You should probably get yourself a dog. (laughs) Yeah, you should. But
6: what
11: if then that dog likes Matthew too? And you know know it will. That's the problem, (laughs) Stop buying me dogs. Oh,
3: no, that (laughs) sucks. Stop buying me dogs. (laughs) So is that what you guys do now because of, like, everyone self-isolating? It's just you take the dog to the roof to do a... uh, well, to he do a business, poo, like,
11: right? So, like, I mean, we take him up walk? so he can run around without the interruption of cars or traffic or anything. Sure. But do you ever take he him out on the street it. or no? We have, but he really is weird about the traffic and stuff. And then I brought him upstairs, and I found that he just is so comfortable up there and will run around, and yeah. there's no way for him to get hurt or anything, really. So yeah. he's fine.
3: Okay. Poor doggy. Uh, Sarah has a question specifically for you, Roz. Okay. When you were younger, mm. ages ago, Shut up. I added that part. I know you did. Was it your career goal to be on television, or was it something that you just fell into? Well, did they have television back then? Shut up. <laughs> Maury, that's so mean, bro. Come on, man.
6: Somebody listening to this podcast for the first time, like if this is your first podcast, and man, that noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it
3: really did come out of a human being. You know I mean? it <laughs> and it happens I, a lot. I know.
6: It, it, you sound like a dog <laughs> toy. <laughs>
3: Well, Andy's gonna be running in here I know. Over his, his freaking squeeze Yeah, door. I know. No wonder the dog doesn't like you. Um and if, if you don't if you don't know, uh Roz outside of doing the radio show, outside of doing the Ross mocha show, he's one of the hosts on E.T. Canada. Uh, as yeah.
6: well. Uh Entertainment Tonight Canada. Um no, was this the goal? No, I didn't start doing like on air stuff, like presenting or hosting or anything like that until I was thirty. Mm-hmm. But what so was your it,
11: childhood dream career?
6: I mean, I wanted to be like a rock star, but yeah. I wasn't good
11: enough. Didn't you say you wanted to be an architect?
6: No, that's what I almost... I Before going into this, I almost did two things where I would say that I was close to two different career paths. Um, before I started, because before I was hosting anything like the, a radio show or a TV show, I was a writer and a producer for years. So from the time that I was about early 20s, very early 20s until I was 30. I was just a writer and producer. And that's all I wanted to do because I started mm-hmm. getting really good at it. Um, and it was it was just a different time and I loved news. And then what happened uh, was I, a whole bunch of circumstances and life stuff happened and I got an opportunity to host a show, a television show and a late night show. And then I went and did that. And then sort of everything after that just became about, you know, hosting stuff. But the other two things that I almost did was I was almost a hairdresser, Mm -hmm. right? And then I was, I almost went to uh, architect school. And I was very close to doing both, very close to doing both. You a hairstyling architect? Yes. Know, you would have been yeah. the first. Oh. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, I wasn't going to do both Oh, like I a you double meant, major. Yeah, no,
3: you were going to like do one by day, the other by night. No,
6: I had a friend whose dad was looking to shelter some money in businesses. Uh-huh. And so what he had said was that if you guys don't, like do anything like if you don't get accepted to college or whatever it is he's like why don't you he's like what about the idea of you two guys becoming hairdressers and i can buy <laughs> this salon uh in toronto uh-huh. and uh that was for sale and then you guys could just run it and go to hairdressing school and we immediately thought because you keep my early 90s right of we course. immediately thought there is no better way to meet chicks yeah than the two of us owning like a kick-ass rock and roll salon right
3: uh it didn't work out uh-huh uh, did be, You already like start throwing out names?
11: No, we didn't.
3: Oh, you know, didn't? We, no, We oh, never got dude. that far. Well, I when, know. Did, I you know. do You
11: never came up with it. Like you could have done hairband.
6: No, 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 no. Because the conversation never went that far. We literally talked for a half an hour about how many chicks we could. And, the and, 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 and then, and then, and then after that, we'd be like, yeah, but we'd be hairdressers, <laughs> man. You know, and like, I'm like I don't want to do that. Uh, and then so no, it was it was it was it was one question, but I really did for like th- that one day we did consider it because it would have been basically somebody handing you a. Split small business, right? And at that time, who knows? It might've done very well. I I don't know. Have you ever done anyone's hair? Have I? Yeah. Yeah. I used to cut my, I used to cut tons of friends' hair. I can cut hair. Do you want to do mine? When my, when my, my hairdresser went on mat leave three times. So for, uh-huh. my hairdresser's been cutting my hair, the same woman, for, I don't even know, since 1997. Yeah. And she went on mat leave three times. So that was like almost three years of where I didn't have her in my life. And before she went on mat leave the first time, she showed me how to cut my own hair. So for a full year while she was on mat leave, I would cut my own hair. Like I never went I to anybody else.
11: Hey, so wait. Here's, the, here's the thing. Because with coronavirus, yeah. I can't go to the barber. No, you can cut my
6: hair? No, because I'm not touching
11: you. No, but you're touching my hair. Know, Are you going to cut your own my- hair then?
6: Uh, Me? Yeah. Yeah, probably. If I need a trim, I'll give it a trim. Yeah. 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 I'm
3: contemplating because I don't know how long this is going to last. Yeah. I'm actually contemplating on shaving my head. No.
6: Why? Yeah. Why? Don't because- do that now.
3: <laughs> no, 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 I'm going to wait a little okay, bit. I'm going to yeah. wait a little bit. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, why? Yeah. Because I don't. Once it gets to a certain length, there's no managing it whatsoever. Just keep wearing hats, man. I know. I know. Yeah, but then his hat's gonna just keep
6: going up. Now, are you gonna shave your head and your beard? No.
3: No, no, no. I'll keep a
6: beard. Okay, Okay. you look like you were sick. <laughs> <laughs> if you came in with no hair, I don't want to worry anybody. Oh, man, no, you can't do that. I don't know.
3: To... People start pulling me aside. Yeah, hey, yeah, man, I, everything okay? No,
6: I, I don't think I could. I couldn't work with you. I don't know if I no, could. No,
3: I, I was contemplating because we're going into summertime yeah, and true. this COVID stuff, it's not going to be over by true, summer, true. right? God, I love the guy that cuts my hair. Yeah. But I'm not going anywhere near a barbershop well, right will now. Will he come to your house? Yeah, but I he's think been you get around people, yeah. though. Like, yeah. no,
6: I think you scrub him down. When he comes in, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. And he are. also, and he also cuts my
3: son's hair, too. Oh, he does. He's the huh? only one that's
7: no, ever cut his hair. You guys should hair. just
6: let it both both of you just let it grow. <sighs> yeah, the two of you.
7: Awesome. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 um, okay. Cindy asks What's the worst habit you'll never break? Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean is it a, habit? I,
6: Actually, a no, habit? I don't think it's a habit. That's wrong. That's it's more like a thing if you ask me. What's something that's bad for you that you'll never stop doing? I would say drinking. What's the worst habit? I don't know if I have a habit. I crack my knuckles all the time. Do you? You're one yeah, of yeah, yeah.
3: My habit is cracking knuckles back and or neck.
6: I was a nail biter for many years of my life. And I mean when I say nail biter, I yeah. mean I I would stop biting my nails when they would
3: bleed. Oh, gross. Yeah.
6: like really? I would, yeah. I, I would. never. I would never, st- I, I would not stop biting my fingernails until they bled. When they bled, I would let it
11: heal and then I would start biting them again. I gnaw on this like, pinky finger all the time. I've ruined the top of it. Really? Uh,
6: like wait, when I'm but focusing. when
3: you bite, see, I've never been a, a nail biter. My yeah. wife bites her nails. Does she? Yeah. And yeah. now my son is starting to bite his nails. Yeah. Oh
6: no. Yeah. yeah. Kids do though. Roxy bit her nails
3: for a long time yeah. and then she got out but of it. But like how, hair. how much time are you spending on a nail before you can get it like separated enough to... Seconds. Y- yank. Really? Seconds.
6: I've tried. I can't do it. Seconds. I would do it right now, but I don't want to. But literally, I could I could have one of these off in seconds. Really? So when you're biting yeah. your
11: nail, you're actually biting part of the nail off? I thought it was just, you were just sucking on a nail. No, no,
6: no, More Like, you know when you clip your nails and yeah. you get like the big pieces? Yeah. yeah. That's what I would do. I would pull that whole thing off. Oh. And then spit it out. And then spit it out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or suck on it for a while or spit it out or do whatever you're going to do with it. Uh yeah no I was that a, quote, a, by uh, way. I was a <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to say that in my special Ross file. <laughs> <laughs>
6: um no but uh I used, I was a nail biter because my old man was a nail biter. Oh wow. Yeah and he he would he would take his nails he would bite his nails so ferociously mm-hmm. that once he bit it down to the point of where there was almost no nail then he would take his nail and put it in his mouth. Like this, and he would grind his teeth on the top of it and scrape parts off oh, the, the the top. The top oh, to smooth it out. Oh. No, to like to, to just get more, like to just get more and more and more. Are you yeah, serious? he had my he had hands like my old man had hands like they were just hard. Yeah. Right, everything about well, them military, was military. Right? it was just hard. Like everything on his hands were just hard. Right, yeah. and, he, and then when you looked at his nails, there was just nothing left. Ugh. Like it looked like an. It's animal. like his hand. His hand He's was just, just like one giant talus uh, It was just awful. Right, his yeah. hands were horrid. Yeah. And but because we grew up, you know, just we would hang out with them uh-huh. and we would watch TV and we would both just sit there biting our nails. Like really? it's just what it's just what we did. Did your mom hey. ever say anything? Yeah. What's that? Did she ever get mad? What's she gonna do?
7: what's she gonna Tell do to stop biting your nails
6: yeah, stop stop biting your nails <laughs> okay uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> no 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 and because i played a lot of guitar uh-huh. that i just kept my nails short so it was just easier to bite them than it was to, to clip them Ooh. right and then when i started getting older and you start meeting women and they look at your hands and they're like what
3: in the hell yeah, is let,
6: going on down there let me
3: fix that yeah
6: and then i just stopped uh-huh. yeah i just one day stopped i stopped biting my nails one day and i let them grow out and then i just started using nail clippers and that was the end of it i broke the habit immediately i looked at my hands and I was like, no more, and then I just stopped. I just stopped biting my nails. Not
3: going to be a hand model with these. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> well, my hands are my hands are gross anyway. Uh, every yeah. week, you'll see on Instagram at Kiss Nine Two Five, we post uh, Ask Razamoka. That's where you load up the comment section with your questions, and we'll get one of you to ask your question on the phone to start off uh, start off a segment. Thank you for listening. This has been the Razamoka Show podcast.